are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? I don't understand. Is this it's Thursday? It's Thursday. You, you know what's funny? Every you week... Called me, you called me up, and I was like, I'm sleeping. Like, you the show's now? Yeah. It, after we're done with the show, I'm like, ah, another one done. Yeah, another week before the next episode and like Friday, Saturday come and I'm like, oh, we still got five days before the show. And then all of a sudden it's Thursday and I'm like, what happened to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? It, it goes by so fast. It, it's because we're so excited to do the show every week. Sorry, that's why the time flies. Time flies. Uh, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week and we rant along the way. Uh, we're here live Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we uh we do four shows a month, well almost like I said we do we do about forty eight shows a year. If you like to help us out in any way, shape, or form for free, you can hit that follow button over on Twitch. You can share, like, and subscribe over on YouTube. If you like to go above and beyond that, as little as ninety nine cents over here on YouTube, uh, you can become a member. Um, and then we're also putting another membership in between that. There's ninety nine cents and there's four ninety nine, and we're gonna have a dollar ninety nine. Uh, mm. for those people that want to help out there. You also could do super chats during the actual show over on YouTube. Uh, over on Twitch, you can use bits. You can use the subscribe button, and you can also use your Twitch Prime. Uh, and we'll talk a little it's bit like, about Twitch today. It's like the cream in your Oreo. Or... What's that? You got, two, you got two slices of the Oreo, and you got your new... That's right. Brown. We got we double. The cream, the the cream, cream is the thicker. In the, yeah, there you go. Double, double stuff, Oreo. Oh, no, not double stuff. That's too much. I don't really like, I like the thin ones because they, what do you like a fat girl on Diet Coke? What do you mean? You like the thin ones? I like the thin ones because the, the cookie to cream ratio no. is like perfect no, and, and, and they're, and they're no. super crispy. No. The yeah, reason why Oreos sold for like 50 years is because the cream and the cookie ratio was fucking fine. Well, no, I used right? to, I used to twist it off. Were you a twister or a dunker, Sarge? Twister. I was a no twister. Dunk, yeah. No dunking. Yeah. To, there's I no to, such thing as twisting or dunking. Just twisting and dunking go together. No, no. I'm not a dunker. No, no. There's dunking and there's no dunking. No, no. Well, there's Everybody pe- twists. If you talk nope, to some nobody, normal person, not, not everyone if, twists. If you eat Oreos and you don't, you're not one of the twisters. You see, like an Oreo, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I know. I can't. I, I, I can't eat an Oreo. Like if I see a normal Oreo, I can't. I can't just. We eat can't it. be friends. I got. I watch you eat I got, Oreos. I got a twist. Right. I got a twist, and then I, I, you use bottom teeth or top teeth. When you when you scrape the the cream all off. guys all guys know this Mike no teeth okay they tell you <laughs> just eat the damn cookie no there's, there's ways to eat the cookie Sarge there's there's ways to eat the cookie all right uh where the where where are we are we where, what did I do Earth. already no I all right I already Earth. did the the opening um on today's show Sarge on today's show we have a, a few topics um although the topics did vanish. Where are they? Oh God! Oh God! They all—they all went bye-bye. I found them. I got them. All right. All right. On today's show, we're going to be talking about artist and builds. We're going to be talking about Star Wars, a new MMO. 
potentially coming out. We're going to be talking yeah. about Twitch, uh, new, new uh, considering different, uh, changing the partner program up a little bit, perhaps. Uh, we're going to be talking about Ubisoft. We're going to be talking about PlayStation. We're going to be talking about Halo. We're going to be talking about Call of Duty. We're going to be talking about Elon Musk and Twitter. As the world's coming to an end, Sarge, did you know World War Three is starting because one man bought a, a social media site? Don't even get me started, bro. Uh, we're going to have uh, talk about Bethesda a little bit, and then we have a couple of other stories that will be on the docket. Right, so that was that's what's on the actual docket for today, episode three hundred eight. Uh, we usually start off with uh, what have we been playing? And Sarge told me he actually said he played something. I, I played a couple things actually. Wow, more, I more than a couple things. I, I played about well, three or four figured, things myself. I figured the beginning of the show is a little weak. I'm not going through the whole Game Pass network looking for stuff to play and talk about because you know how how much I love Game Pass. So. First one up, Boyfriend Dungeon. Unpacking two. Oh, no. First one up, Boyfriend Dungeon. Now. No, stop. Stop. You played Boyfriend Dungeon? For five minutes. For five minutes. Basically what it is, is the game is basically trying to get girls to like video games. Okay. By by incorporating their nonsensical language. So is it like... Darkest Dungeon about about relationships into a game. Is it like Darkest Dungeons? No, not at all. No, okay. There's a lot of talking, giggling, uh, leg showing, uh, bare chested guys, guys in tight tight shirts and stuff. And you're supposed to pick which guy. Are they you, easy what... on the eyes, Sarge? <clears throat> Are they easy on the eyes? It's a G4, I mean, you, it was a G four joke. You, yeah, I got it. That that whole that whole thing's a joke. All right, I played it for five minutes. It's like. This is this is poison. The game's just poison. However, to make up for that game, literal poison, by the way, like like un- unpacking playing something for unpacking, five minutes is that playing? Un- unpacking wholeheartedly beats boyfriend dungeon with a bat. Correct. No problem. Frank says there's nothing wrong with five minutes, Sarge. There's nothing wrong with five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second one I played, which was very interesting, but also more of a I guess rage inducing was before we leave. Right. Have you seen this one? No. Well, I don't even okay, know what it so, is. You have to explain to me what before you leave is. What's up, Melrose? Okay, so before we leave is a city building game on uh you know, remember that that game back in the day of Spore where you're on the globe, it's it's around it's it's like a sphere in space, you can build on it. Okay. Right. The world's made up of hexagons. Okay. The story is is that you were an advanced civilization. You were bombed out of existence. You were living in an underground bunker. And after so many generations, you finally started coming out of the bunker. And now you have to repopulate the planet and leave before the, before the planet officially dies. Okay. Right? So it's a strategy so what, game. It is. Okay. And what they don't tell you, as I mean, I think is, they, is this on Game Pass, Arch? Is this on Game Pass? Absolutely on Game Pass. It's all Game Pass. And, and what, is it, what is it called? Before We Leave. It almost sounds like a joke. Like you're going to tell me now? No, before we leave, before we leave the show, I want to tell you about the game before we leave. Okay. So, as I'm playing the game, I'm getting. I, I get. It, I understand the premise, but then I realize, in my infinite wisdom, I take sometimes I take too long when I learn a game. I'm just kind of playing it. I'm trying to figure out the best way to do certain things. Well, this game's got a time limit that doesn't tell you about. 
Okay, I got and I got if, gameplay up on screen right if now. If you so. don't if you don't if you don't move quick enough, then a giant space whale comes and eats your fucking planet while you're still on it, and the game ends immediately. Nice. So there's a there's a a, a timer that you don't know about. Well, I know about it now. Well, well, how do you know about it? Like, is it is it time like on the actual board or? Do you go well, through certain playing, seasons, when and then when the you game, get to a certain season, you know that's it. That's that's it's no, no, time. It doesn't, doesn't tell you shit. There's there's like there is a clock at the top of the at the top of the screen that just ticks up to show you how long you've been playing. And what's funny is is if you speed up time, the clock speeds up too. It's not like you're speeding up time and then the clock is just the actual time you're playing the game. The clock speed is the game speed. So if I speed up the game to have things move faster, then the clock in the game goes faster. It's not separate it's interesting it's it's uh got a little strategy to it okay there's uh like just like the civilization games from back in the day uh their their tiles get bonuses if you put certain things next to other things okay. you, they don't tell you what that is you they stack it okay so they stack yeah. though right and so it's it's is there it's a, it's is a survival there, game okay hold on is there diminishing returns if you have too many attached um there's certain things that create a negative effect yeah these are all things you have to learn though it's pretty basic okay it's pretty basic i think that the most humorous part is knowing that you can't progress without there's there's like these little invisible walls there's like you can only research up to a certain point and then the area that you control only has so much research and the research in this game is past things past information from the, the civilization before you and so once you absorb all the information that's on that landmass you got to build a boat to go to a different landmass and start all over again. Hmm. You have to do it like three or four times, and then build the rocket ship or fix the rocket ship and get the hell out. Now, when it, when it when it first talked about the rocket ship, I thought something was funny. I'm like, why do I need a rocket ship? Because you go to other planets in the solar system. I'm like, oh, this game's crazy. Now I'm going to other planets. I never made it off the first planet. I took too long on the first planet, and the space whale ate my planet. Basically, like uh uh. uh what was this game? Omicron? I'm not, not, not Omicron. That's COVID. Um, <laughs> what the hell's his name? Uh, not Omicron. See, it's COVID. Fuck me up. I, I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. The Transformer planet that eats the planets. Man. Oh, Unicron. 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 Omicron. <laughs> Fucking COVID. But it's interesting, and it's on Game Pass, so I have it on my hard drive now. This next one. Yeah. Thanks, young boy. The next one hurt my brain so bad that I had to erase from the hard drive because it was it's way too complicated. Right. And I'm I was sober and awake. Like I was I was fully in myself looking at it. It's called Crusader Kings 3. And if you wanna if you want a migraine before noon, you go ahead and load that up. Okay. It's cool. one of those 4D crazy strategy games in medieval times. Where the games last hundreds of years. Okay, what, what is and, it, what is and, this one called? Crusader Kings Three. I can't believe there's a third one. Crusaders Kings Three. Okay, I got it. Yeah, the game lasts hundreds of years, right? So if you don't hundreds you, of years, yeah, hundreds of years. The level of the level of mechanics in this game is so high that after the first five minutes, I had a. As I'm watching the tutorial and playing the tutorial, I'm looking, I'm listening to a YouTube video about how to play the game at the same time because there's too much. Like it's saturated too much. Like you have to have diplomacy. You got to get married. You got to have offspring because when you die, somebody else got to take over the kingdom. Hundreds of years. 
multiple generational game. It's it's madness. <laughs> way way too many details. Too complicated. Too you went from super simplistic to now, super complicated. Like, like unpacking to this, kill a small child. Like there's there's no way. There's no way. Like I know people who would love a game like this and who do love games like this, but it's just it's too much. Like literally too much. Like I, they, I, the beginning of the game, I started me on Ireland. I'm like, great, it's a small piece of property. I'll, I'll, right. I'll knock this Sh out. Should be easy. Should be easy, right? Nope. There's so much political intrigue, and who doesn't like you? So it's like Game of Thrones. It's, it's, yeah. it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's like right. You're living in Game of Thrones. Is there any? Is there any gameplay that there's actual battles, or is it just all? Sure. There's a little guy that walks over to another little guy. Okay. When there's actual conflict, and they they kind of swing at each other, but it's not tactful. It's it's more of a simulation. I got you. So it's it's like playing a board game, basically. It's it gave me a headache before. I thought you would like this. Then wouldn't this be more like an Axis and Allies or Risk type much. of thing? It's, no, first of all, those are two separate games. No, I know, I understand that. But what I'm saying is just take it, take it over, it's take just, it over land. It's too much. It's too much. Like remember, remember, like the old games back on the on the, on the Nintendo. They're like a romance of the Three Kingdoms, like that kind of stuff. Right. Where same type of thing, except worse, worse. Like Shogun, Shogun, and those kind of games were the, America, Shogun. were the medium type things. This is this is way too difficult. Like I'm sure, what, I'm what, sure it's what makes it, what what makes it difficult though? Like what? Why is it difficult? There's, there's the layers of the onion are tremendous. The the number of things that you have to do in a turn, right? It's like it's like trying to do calculus. Like if there's a formula, you have to know which one to do, when to do it. Why you have to do it? Who likes you? Who doesn't like you? You got to make the diplomacy. You got to find a princess to marry because if you don't get married and have kids, your 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 line your, dies. Your line dies off. Your game dies. Like it's madness. Like once again, I know people who love this stuff, but you got to have some time, bro. Time. This game, I have no time for this. See, I like I like games like Civilization and stuff like that. Like if you play Civ is fine. Civ is fine compared to this. If you play this and then put it down for like a day or two. Then go back. You have no idea what you were doing prior. So, would you recommend this to to, uh, to anybody? Yeah, there are certain there are certain type of personalities that love stuff like this, where it's over, overly complicated, and they they want to be involved in that many things at the same time. <laughs> I know, but other games that are similar to this, right? Like, I mean, would, I would you recommend Civ that other game first, or would you recommend this game over that? Oh well, game? before we leave, it's just a fun game that that punches you in the face. Right, it's basically telling you that you're not good enough. Like you, you haven't solved the puzzle in the in the allotted amount of time that we gave you. Right, so you lost. That's how, that's before we leave. This one is, you have to know advanced calculus in order to actually pass level one. And if you don't, then you, you die. That's it. It's okay. I'm like once again, I'm sure there are some people that love games like that, but way too complicated. Way. It depends, Craig. Total War, like Total War Warhammer, that's not that bad because it's an RTS at heart. That, that's all craziness. That's like 4D stuff. What, um, is there another game you've been playing? I mean, besides Elder Scrolls. I mean, well, I, I still haven't played the new, the, the new DLC yet. Did, did you download it? I mean, well, there's free aspects of it and then there's like a $40. Yeah, I, I didn't do it yet because if I'm going to play it, I'm probably just going to get three months of of ESO plus again. Right. Right. Because I, of... I, I, I have 
I have sections of the world well, that are you, partially done. Because don't you I have did, to purchase it? Before. Don't you have to purchase it to play it? It does, It's not part of ESO Plus until the next one comes out, isn't it? That's correct. That's correct. But what I'm saying is there. I have I have things that are half done because when I had ESO Plus before I canceled it, I was doing like half of everything. Right. And then when my when my ESO Plus ran out, and I didn't get another one, then I have to go back and get ESO Plus again. <clears throat> we're 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 in love tonight. There's there's a there's a good fan of ours in 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 the in the chat. It's very nice who's, for him to show Austin up. Dawson? I have Austin no Dawson? idea. It's just some guy's probably upset that Twitter got bought by Elon Musk and he's he's taking it out on us. I have no idea. <clears throat> That's incorrect, Craig. Absolutely incorrect. Because someone would heard me talk about it. Absolutely not. I actually watched a video today of some some uh, shill for Game Ranks. Talk about BF2042 and say, why does everyone hate this game so much? And I was like, there's no way I'm clicking on this. I, that's that's troll bait all the way. I looked at the title. I'm looking at it. I'm like, maybe, maybe I should just go in there and just like, nope, not going to do it. Because if you don't know what's wrong with that game, Game Ranks, there's something wrong with you. Definitely something wrong with you. Ooh. Hold on one second. Sorry, I was uh, trying to find some footage here. Uh, what, I, Kings 3? No, no, no. Uh, this footage I'm, I'm using is uh, from MMO uh, uh, Bomb. So the, the footage that we're bringing up here. This is, uh, this is a game I was playing this weekend or this week. It's called Space Punks. It's a, uh, an alpha stage or beta stage, sorry. It's on the Epic Launcher. It's an Epic game. It's a uh, isometric. Uh, it, it feels like a twin stick shooter, but because it's on, obviously you use your mouse. So wherever you move your mouse, that's where you're pointing. Looks, looks, like, looks like Diablo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's like Diablo with guns, basically. Um, okay. So there's four classes or four characters that you can pick. Each one has like a special ability that you can use. This is the character I just so happen to be using the same. It's like a little alien dude. Um, and you, the, the the loop of the game is actually pretty good, right? So the instead of guess, is it kill stuff collect loot yeah it's kill stuff collect loot All right uh the menu there's no menu system so it's not like you have like a backpack to go to or anything like that like once you're in the match this is it there's no there's no menu screen to go to the menu screen was turned into a hub so once you're done with the mission you go back to the hub and the hub's got uh certain vendors all around so one of the vendors is like your weapons your other vendor uh your other vendor is uh what's it called one of your one of your vendors is the uh is is the weapons one of your vendors is the the uh the skill tree the other vendors the the weapon crafting uh or 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 whatnot right so that's that's where uh that's where the hub system is so there's locked areas and you have to go up a certain fame so if you if you notice up in the well actually it's not up there uh this must be an older version of this of, of video. In the in the vi video I was playing, you'll have a fame level. Okay, actually, it's after the after the match. Uh, you get a fame level, and in that fame level, it goes up like a um sort of like a battle pass type of thing. You get these like, crystals. Now this is a free to play game, and you earn these premium currency that you can earn in the game, sort of like a V buck type of thing. Okay. There's also currency that you can only get. It's almost like save the world for um for Fortnite. Okay. So in Fortnite Save the World, there's different 
areas that you go to to get certain materials that you could only get from from that certain area. Once you get it from the certain area, then what you do is uh, save up that stuff and then you can craft your weapons and you can keep upgrading your weapons with, you have crystals and shards, like here's the hub area that he's in, right? So there's four characters. You can see the different characters that he has and you can level up each one differently. You can, uh, the weapons and stuff I don't believe are shared, but they could be because I haven't messed with another character. Um, the loop, like I said, is fun. It's fast. They're fast paced. They're, it doesn't take a lot of time to, to do the, ma the matches. It's, what was it's, that? What was that four player one we were playing for a little while? The sci-fi one that was isometric. I can't remember the name anymore. The, the, the one that was just recently, the cyberpunk one. Yeah. What was that? The one Ascent. We played that one. The Ascent. The Ascent. Got it. Yeah. So as you can see, there's like, um, there's a, progression thing where you go up levels so at level seven you unlocked heavy hit then you unlock a different battle right and there's different weapons you can get all the way up to level 60 then there's also a skill tree and the skill tree is is pretty big right i'm going up the the middle let me see if he has the skill tree sh showing anywhere here um yeah that change you filthy animal stealth gaming Thank you very much for the this ten dollar stream I've ever watched. <laughs> that looked like that looked like Fortnite. I love it. That looked like Fortnite. I added that uh the, the little girl's voice. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, this is the best stream I've ever watched. Stealth says, uh, "Appreciate." It. Here's here's some clapping for you. Here's the clapping for you. Thank you very much for the ten dollar super chat. Appreciate you, Stealth. So what happens is in this game, it's a slow progression right so as you're leveling up your gear so you can level up your guns in a crafting system and in the craft oh here's the skill tree right let me pause on the skill tree for a second see this is an older version the skill tree now is much more defined uh this looks like a jumbled mess that they have going on here um but anyway so you can go up in certain different trees and different things and there's a lot to do in the game but right now it seems um well, that's that's a nice uh, skill tree. They, they've they've fixed. Actually, you know what? You know what? Let me go. Let me go to my. What? Let me go to my what? stream. <laughs> let me go to my stream. What is that? Yeah, no, it's not like that anymore. It's not like that anymore. That that's a skill tree. Yeah, it's not like that anymore. Let me let it's me go to my subway system for like the London <laughs> or something. Like, what is that? Yeah, no, they they've they've completely fixed it. Let me fixed bring what? it. What? Did they make columns and rows? Like yes, yes. What? It's it's much more. What? Uh, <laughs> what? What is that? Here, let me bring it up. That looked like that looked like from what that that torchlight. What's the other one? The other other game, the one that's free, but like Diablo. The, the skill tree is the same way. Like ridiculous. Let me see if I can get. Uh, let me see if I can show you this. What the skill tree looks like now. There, there, there. There's the skill tree, Sarge. That's what the skill tree looks like now. It's much more uniformed. It doesn't look like a jumbled fucking mess. Of Thanks, like, George. Right. <clears throat> so pillars of eternity thank you so the 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 skill trees are much more you have hero progression you have enhancements you have crafting in this game or uh, that Mackie. right so there's there's a lot of stuff that um that goes on with this game now i've i put about four or five hours in i'm like level i think 12 right now uh let's see uh 9 10 11 yeah i'm 12 is your, guy a, is your guy a cricket? Like, yeah, he's like an alien. He looks reminds me of like the Men in Black, uh, little little creature. So, so as you're playing through the game, it's the same type of thing over and over. You're, you're killing the same bosses or same animals, same creatures. I'm on I'm on World Two, so I'm starting to collect different resources 
because now I upgraded my gun. Let me see if I can show you the crafting system. The crafting system's a little, little uh, different as well. Yeah, this is the crafting system. So as you can see, there's a punch card. And in the punch card, you have to level up a little bit. Let me uh, play a little bit more so you can see, because I think I put the punch card on. Uh, once you put the punch card on, okay. So as you as you can see, the upgrade punch card at the bottom, it takes 65 of the coins, which I have like 2,000, 2.4, 3,000. Uh, it also takes some of this, uh, whatever the pyramids are. I don't know what that is, okay? And you can upgrade your gun, your blueprint, 10 times. Now, if you notice this middle section right here, that's for your bits, right? And the bits is what you're looking at here. So you see all these locked uh, assets on top of the, the, the things that are locked off. So if you level up up to five or six, you unlock the bit, okay? Now, once you level up to 10, you can upgrade the thing. Thanks and becoming a member. Right? And every time you do it, it goes up one, one more, okay? And when you go up one more, then it's another 10. So then the mods, the mods come out, and they also do um, at 6 or 16 or whatever. You'll get your mod slot unlocked, and then vice, you know, so on and so forth. So at level 35, you'll get the battery unlocked. At level 45, you get the software unlocked. Then you have to go back and hunt these these pieces down from different areas, from different bosses, from different uh, zones, and then you can start upgrading those pieces. So there's a lot of things going on. Melrose, thank you very much for uh, trying out the tryout membership for uh, 99 cents. I do appreciate you very much. So the game is fun. It's on Epic. It's on PC. It's in Alpha, but there are microtransactions in this. This is a definite microtransaction haven. This is going, it's an Epic game, right? So it's going to be more like Fortnite. There's going to be skins, different cosmetics, different, uh, different characters that you can get. Overall, I'm having a lot of fun with this game. Um, again, you can see all the resources up on top. So like the vials up on top, let's say 72. I can't get those until I get to the second planet. Okay, so the first planet, I'm getting like three of these resources. And then if I go to the second planet, I'm getting four of the resources uh, to level up certain things. It's a good loop. I like it. The, 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 the combat animal. is fun. The combat is, uh, is fun as you're going through. You pack fudge. <clears throat> Bad stream. Oh, thank you so much for the two hours. See, this is more like it now, right? See, because if, if you want to get your shit through, you're going to have to pay money for it, right? And that's fine, right? I, you pack fudge, bad stream. I really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we appreciate all the losers out there watching. We really do. <clears throat> so thanks for the $2. Thanks for the super chat. Um, yeah, so it's a fun game. Uh, the... The, the four characters, I, I don't know. Most of the people that I've played with, because it's matchmaking, you can go in single player or you can go in matchmaking. The matchmaking is pretty quick. I mean, obviously, it's a beta, so not many people uh, not many people are playing, so matchmaking takes a little bit. It's almost like playing Marvel's Avengers, waiting for matchmaking to happen a little bit, right? Not many people are playing right now. Uh, but overall, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a fun game. I would recommend trying out the beta, but I wouldn't recommend this game just yet because I don't know what the microtransactions are yet. There is a microtransaction inside the actual uh, game, but they don't show what it is or how much it's going to be or how much uh, in-game currency you can actually uh, you know, do. 
So you know the sad the sad part is for the for this kind of game though is I I do like games like this. Like I played Santa, played Diablo, I played animal. you know all the other games are isometric, like Dungeon Shut Crawlers. Your mouth, little goonies it's like after a while, it it doesn't it doesn't hold, it doesn't hold me, right? And it's it's a little disappointing because I, I want to like it, but I know I'll play it for like two three hours and then I'll be like next, like it it's not gonna really hold me. Right. And this this is this this is what sucks by being old in video game age. It's a, it, it I, is a, it I, is a fun game it. though. It is a fun game. There's you, oh, have, you have different resources down at the bottom. Like I have a turret that I can drop. I have landmines I can drop. Uh, I have this like super ability that I can do with with melee ability. Um, so the game's fun. I, I do recommend. Like right now, it is in beta. You can try it out. But I would hold off a little bit because uh, one of the guys came in our stream the other night when I was playing it, and he said he you can level up your weapons, uh, and he got up his weapons to legendary. And he said the problem is right now you can only get the resources from there's a crack in the map, like a, going into like a, a different void or different world or different universe that you can't get into. And it's like super hard. So you need a well-organized team to complete oh. the missions. Well, th there goes that. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so there's there's well, a problem. There's a problem. Four people. Yeah, there's a problem unless you have four people. You might hit a, a, a roadblock there, right? And I can see that already because when I get into certain matchmaking for harder difficulty, people just run and they get killed because they're not staying with the group. And then if one person dies and you don't get to them within 30 seconds, the whole mission fails, right? <clears throat> so you have to revive them. Um, so you have to work as a team. Again, I, I like the game. It's fun. It's it's keeping me entertained. It's got that loop. It's got that 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 loop factor. It's hitting all the uh, endorphins in my brain. First one I played like that, where it was actually multiplayer, or they were trying to do multiplayer, was a game on PlayStation. Uh, I think it was PlayStation Two. Mm -hmm. I think it was two. It was called Champions of Norath. Okay, I it was that. A, it was like a dungeon. It was like a Dungeons and Dragons game. It was four player co op. But you could wander off like it wasn't it wasn't like everybody stays on the same screen like people can wander off screen and go their own way because everyone's you're not you don't also have to be in the same room same thing like you had no idea what's going on there's too many guys and then if someone goes down you can't get to them it's over like it's nice to see that even after 20 years same stuff right same 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 <clears throat> I, th I think Epic's just trying to capture that moment they had with Save the World. Again, Save the World is a very good game uh, for Fortnite. A lot of the games are good, though. It's it's not a question that they're not good. It's it's a question of if you've been around, and age is a factor here. I, I will 100% say this. Age is a factor. And once again, it's because it's because normally, after a certain age, you've got kids, a job, career you got shit going on you don't have time to play games 100 right. agree right but now it now it's for some people like myself in my spare time i still play video games so i see the circle it's like if you if once you're out you don't really give a shit right so you'll see the same thing maybe but you don't you, it might not ring a bell to you but i'm seeing the same thing within five years and so i've seen it so after a while i'm not really impressed by it I look to see if they find ways to improve the actual game. Right. If there's some kind of new hook or, you know, in that, in that way, I get it. There's not a lot. It's very difficult to come out with something 100% original, right? You've got to steal from somebody or borrow from somebody. And it takes a certain development team to improve on what's been done and make a different game. And we've seen it already that they can do that. We've seen it in Fortnite. We've seen it in other games when they switch to VR. It's possible. 
but it's just harder now because there's not many ways to go. Like the, like for instance, the four on one, right? When Evolve came out with the four on one, it seemed like a good idea, but they didn't have enough distance in the game. There wasn't enough meat on the bone to continue playing the four on one and make well, it fun. Yep. But it didn't die. Well, the problem the problem with Evolve was that they they made it monetization like big time, like big time, right? And yeah. that always leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths um, when it's a free to play game. Now, obviously, Evolve wasn't a free to play game; it was a full full fledged game, right? So, Evolve was they they doubled down as far as they they try to make the transaction constantly transaction or whatnot. So this game with the free to play I feel like if you're free to play and then you're charging microtransactions fine as long as the loop is there and it it's not pushing you like hey I thought I thought for sure like in the upper corner there's a there's a energy level with 35 in it okay and I thought that was like energy, like on a mobile phone. Like every time I do a mission, I thought it was like minus five uh, or, or whatnot, right? So I was like, oh man, they're going to charge you for energy level. But what it is, is actually the light level or your gear score is what it was. So I'm at 35. I thought every time I did a mission, it was going to go down by 20 or go down by five. And they were going to get me in the long run, but I had to get premium currency. Maybe it will be like that, but I don't, I don't think it is. So... If you guys are interested in it, it's called Space Punks. It's actually a, a pretty fun game. Uh, is, it, is it multiplayer? It is. It's multiplayer. It's up to four players. Yeah. All right. I'll try it. I don't think your computer. I think your computer will blow up. It's on. It's, oh, all, it's, just, it's just PC. It's only on PC. Yeah. Oh, there's no shot. I mean, it, it's actually really low. I got. I got. I got to get a new hamster. If yeah. I'm gonna. If I'm gonna play that game, I got to get another hamster. Yeah. Uh, so that that's one of the games I was playing. Another game I played uh, more of is MLB Baseball. I'm trying to get my guy into the majors. Uh, I'm in my second year of uh, AAA, and that's and that's where we're at uh, with MLB. Nothing much more to to talk about. I haven't played. I haven't gone back and done the dailies and stuff like that uh, for MLB. But that's the other, but that's the other thing. Why why is why do a lot of these games have the homework assignment? Why all of them? Why do. is it? I don't I don't want to just come home and decide what game I want to play. Instead, if I came home from school. I have to go, oh, God, I got all this homework to do. You got a lot of homework? I was talking about the video games. I got to get on eight different games to collect the packages and collect the dailies for these eight games. It's like a, an assignment on top of the assignment. It's not just come home and just kind of like play the game you want to play. <clears throat> uh, hold on. Stealth just gave animal. us an additional uh, $5 super chat. I don't uh, understand your specific kind of stupid, but I do admire your total commitment to it. <laughs> I really like the girl's voice that that's that's saying all the words. Uh, and and thank you very much. Also, it is love is life. Two dollars super chat. Uh, I'll, I'll read your thing. I'm not going to let it speak though. Uh, I'm going to fart in your hole. Bad stream. Come. I mean, I I think you're the wrong come. I think you wanted to. I I I, I mean, he's. I understand. Like I said, I he's understand dedicated. broken English, but, but even then, I'm he's I'm dedicated. A confused. Still yeah. good though. He's, he's dedicated though. So. I appreciate. I appreciate. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's it, it's not going to get us. You know what I mean? Like we're we're too old for this shit. We're not we're not kids. Steam Mac, you know do you I mean? think do you think I have time for a stream a Steam Deck? Come on, man. Steam Deck. Come on, man. Sarge would have to play a Steam Deck like this, like up to his <clears> face. He'd be like, "This is great." No. <laughs> you know, my buddy, my buddy called me up. He had the inside scoop again for a PlayStation at the GameStop. They were getting them in. 
and I thought about it. I woke up at six o'clock in the morning and I was going to go down there to wait in line again. And for I what, PlayStation? Myself, yeah, for a PlayStation. And I said, do I really want it right now? Do I, does no, it really matter? You, you don't need it. And I'm like, I went back to bed. I'm like, my alarm went off. I'm like, I'm going to go down there and wait in line to get a PlayStation. Do I really want it that bad? Take talk, <laughs> talk myself out of it. George says, get a handheld, Sarge. Take your homework with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you're that if you're that committed to gaming that you're actually doing dailies on a handheld while you're waiting in line to get another game system. Right. Like, right. Got to. It's 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 uh yeah, I, I'll be honest, even with my Xbox Series X, I play it more than anything else, but I'm like I, I didn't need it. I could have played everything that I had on a uh on a Series S. Yeah, but is 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 the Steam Deck just basically an Xbox on the go or like a PlayStation on the go? Is that what or is it I'm sorry, PC on the go? It's PC on the go, right? Yeah. Well, you you can mostly play most most Steam games, right? Is that right, chat? Anybody have a Steam Deck? They mostly come out at night. Mostly. Right. Mostly. Mostly. So uh another game I've been playing. I I played No Man's I played No Man's Sky a little bit, right? Um I like No Man's Sky. They've done a really good job with it. But one of the most annoying things now, I said it last week, and it's still happening. I get attacked by pirates. There was one moment I'm trying to do a mission. I, I'm getting attacked, so I go into the space station. I waste about five minutes in the space station, and I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll leave. As soon as I go out of the space station, it says being attacked again. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. So I went back into the space station and logged out. I was like, I'm not going to be playing this like this where i'm constantly being bombarded by it right so that's the other game i'm playing um i'm trying to think if there's another game i played besides um i think that's it oh farm simulator i've been playing farm simulator with my son you're replaying games that you played months ago for like one little one little additional thing and you play it for that one day and then then it goes and then i put it away weird yeah it's like short attention span theater man yeah well uh, for me as the content creator you know um you should I, just i, I need should, to play it a little bit to just, just check it out you should literally put two dollars on an envelope and mail it, it just to mail. Sean Murray. <laughs> <laughs> and just say listen listen every time i get on i, I want to know why you're not charging me like here's some money please two dollars there you go please take some money and i'll write a little note i'll write or ten put ten dollars no, 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 on an envelope send it to him no no i'll put i'll put a little note and i'll, I'll write what what love said uh i'm going to fart in your hole sean murray uh, and then I'll just send two dollars, and I'll just send and it to might, him. That might be a hangout greeting. We don't know. Yeah, it might be. I don't know where countries yeah. from. That might be a hangout slang. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's the uh, any other game? Any other game you've been playing? I mean, wasn't four enough? I mean, what what do you want me to do here? I, I got other just stuff asking. to do, man. Just asking. Good God! All right, so it's time for what, the kind of robot top stories. All right. Top story number one, Artisan Builds. Uh, we know about these guys. Artisan Builds, this is the one that a couple of months ago that had a contest going on and uh, someone won, a smaller streamer won. And all of a sudden, the, this guy, uh, the owner of the company of Artisan Builds, said, uh, no, you're not big enough. You, you're not... You're not not known enough and so we're gonna re-roll and they re-rolled and that person uh started spreading far and wide through twitter and said you know this person's an asshole and he told me i didn't win and you know belittled me 
on stream. And then everything just crumbled down. The, the His empire uh, crumbled down. So Artisan Builds files for bankruptcy with an estimated $1.3 million of unfulfilled orders. The PC building uh, and Twitch streaming outfit uh, imploded last month and will now sell its uh, uh, inventory to pay its debts. So Artisan Builds collapsed dramatically earlier this year, suddenly shutting down on March 8th and letting go of around 50 employees in California and North Carolina. Artisan uh, uh, apparently triggered by a wave of refunds following a controversial raffle. Live-streamed and company owner CEO Noah Katz, uh, both two, uh, two ex-employees who spoke to PC Gamer under conditions of, uh, of anonymity, anonymity, sorry, said that Katz's long-term mismanagement that put the company in such a precarious position to begin with. Another ex-employee had more positive view of Katz and, and, and hoped that the company would survive, but said that the CEO was inexperienced as an executive and had this, and said as much to himself. All three ex-employees said that Katz had already been looking for new investors before the controversial live stream. And according to the document filed by Artistan, the company lost over $1.6 million last year, and it owes over $450,000 to two PC component distributors distributors and holds over $200,000 in credit card debt. There's also a $1.2 million secured family loan on the books and it owns uh, or occurred paid time off for ex-employees. Although former employees did get their final paycheck, according to those spokesperson on uh, PC Gamer, the estimated $1.37 million in deferred revenue from unfulfilled orders is shown in the last wow. balance sheet. So wasn't, wow. wasn't very good at what he did, Sarge. What do you, what do you make of this? What do you make of this? <clears throat> Listen, sometimes you make bad choices. I, I, I kind of get it. Like running a business in his scale is not easy. You know, you probably had to borrow some money to get things started. I, I just don't think, I think a lot of people don't have peripheral vision when they're, when they're, when they're doing those live streams and they're doing it to be like, we're promoting something. We want people to get on, get on board. And then we, we give out a prize. And I don't think they understand the consequence of that completely like it it sounds interesting it sounds good it's probably good for pr but what ends up happening is that if you don't follow through with what you say to right. the public you're immediately chastised it's it's not like and it's not done professionally let's put it that way like if you if you if you're going to if you're going to deal with the community and you're trying to make it a positive experience then you have to follow through in what you say you just can't say something and because you don't feel that the person that won was qualified enough to win that you now think that you have the ability to to, to renege on the prize right right and they thought that that wasn't going to be a big deal but i guess the normal i guess the normal flow of capitalism here if it's if it's a bad business they don't like the way you do business then you don't get to do business anymore that's basically what happens and and to be completely honest, in a capitalist system, that's what's supposed to happen. Right. When when a business does you wrong and they shouldn't be in business anymore, not buying from them causes them to go out of business. That's that's how it should be. So on one end, I get it. It's horrible. But at the same time, I mean, it's for those that know the story, it's a good lesson learned. Melrose, Melrose in chat says business is expensive, but you got to keep your uh, keep uh, a pulse on the books daily. Sounds like a hot mess. Yeah, with, with all that debt and all the, the business loans. Well, here's a story that I read uh, about a month ago, a week after it happened. 
he had in his uh, Twitter profile that he was driving, I forget, some BMW. Um, the, the, I don't know what BMW it was. That, that futuristic-looking one, it's a sports car BMW. You know which one I'm talking about? I forget which one. Anyway, it's in his profile. Uh, and people were saying that, you know, he, he's never done anything in his life. He's a you know, spoon-fed silver spoon. Uh, his parents are rich, gave him kind of a, a job to, to get him to do something. And is this all this all hearsay or is this, this is all, was this was fact? hearsay, but people did people did research and found some stuff on him through Facebook, okay. through Twitter and, and stuff like that. So yeah, the M4, I think that's what it is, Krebsy. So a lot of people were saying that he didn't know what he was doing. And obviously, it sounds like he didn't know what he was doing as far as owning a business, right? It sounded like he was struggling. Um, so I wonder if people can get a good price on some of the stuff that they're selling. You know what I mean? Like you can get a good graphics card or good motherboard and other stuff. Cause they, they, you got to sell it. He's got to try to make his money back off of it. You could probably get a good price. Uh, well, it, if he owes, if he owes people money, got to give back the product that he still has in his inventory. Like if he's on some kind of like credit system where he borrowed against it to, in order to purchase items in order to sell it, then whatever he's got in inventory, he's got to give back to the actual people who sold it to him. What product? What product is he possibly going to give out to normal people if he owes people money to begin with? Is that the car he had, the M4? It doesn't look. I don't. I don't think it. That doesn't look familiar. He had a different. It was a. It was a. It's like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar car, like three hundred thousand dollar car. I forget. I don't think it's the M4. I mean, he's driving a car that says his business is doing well, right? Or. Or, or the silver spoon story. Like, I listen. I don't. I don't know that. I. I can't say because somebody, no, on the the internet said that somebody on the internet said that he's a silver spoon kid that got spoiled. Like, I don't know that. Yeah. It's, All it, I know is he's trying to run a business. It's this car right here. Let me, let me, let me bring it up for you guys. It's, it's this car right here. It's the I8. BMW I8. I believe that's what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's the I8. <clears throat> yeah, it was. It, so obviously he, he was. Looking the part, but not walking the walk. You know what I mean? All right. So he's, he was selling PlayStation 5s. I got it. All right. <laughs> he was selling PlayStation 5s on the side. I got it. I got yeah. it. So he, he comes for money and then basically screwed the pooch on his, on his business. You, you learn. This is how you learn. Listen, if you, don't, if you don't get T-boned by a tractor trailer and you think you can get away with everything, this is how you learn. This is how... Right. It's, it's, it's not that horrible. It's horrible the way it started because you, should, you said things you shouldn't have said. And the the town square people don't like it. Well, right, D Mac. You know, I, I had a I had a buddy of mine that was really well off, and he would just spend money like left and right. Like we would go out places, and he's like, "Oh no, I got it, I got it." And I'm like, "And that's not the way I was raised, right?" So I'm like, "No, I, I'll, I'll cover my 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 part or whatnot," because I always feel like if someone's doing something, you owe them something, right? So I would always pay my way or do stuff. So the people that are well off, not the parents, I'm talking because the parents like earned it to become that. The kids didn't earn anything and they just start spending their parents' money. So for the most part, I know I'm being generalistic here, they don't appreciate the money because they're just, they don't know how hard it is to make that money, right? You know what I mean? Where someone that earned that buck is like, yeah, no, I, I worked 60 hours to make that, right? And and they respect where the money comes from. So, you know, it is what it is. 
All right, next story, Sarge. You like Star Wars games, right? You like Star Wars games? Star you know, Wars I games. I did. Yeah, I know you did. I did. Okay. The next, uh, the next potential, okay, potential Star Wars game that could be coming out, Sarge, is it's it's weird. Star Wars: The Mandalorian MMO reportedly in the works at Xbox. Oh, I'm glad you brought this up. This is a good conversation. Okay. One of my favorite games of all time of MMOs. Okay, is Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars Galaxies. Star Wars Galaxies. Okay. Yep. I like the old Republic MMO. Okay, but oh, it's Star- good. Star Wars Galaxy, if they could take, mind you, if they could take what they've done with the old Republic and remake Star Wars Galaxies with the updates they've done in Old Republic with full dialogue and the stories and stuff like that, I think it would be like the perfect MMO, definitely for Star Wars fans. Okay. Now, as far as the Mandalorian goes, what in the hell? If this is true, obviously this is rumored, reportedly, doesn't mean it's happening. It's based off the Mandalorian, like the series that's going on. So it'll be connected. So mm-hmm. as an MMO, are we just all going to be Mandalorians and then like in the in the Star Wars universe or well, you know what I mean? Well, let's 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 talk about it rationally, right? So you're going to use the title of Mandalorian, right? As as the for the MMO. So you're setting the time period, right? The time period is after is, Return is of the Jedi, after, five years, yeah. five or six years after right. Return of the Jedi. So first thing is going to be first, right? So I would assume, based on the title alone, I'm, I'm, now they're, they're just saying the Mandalorian. I would just call it that gen, that that time period, right? Right. So what what would the character classes be that would be, I guess, diversified enough where you're going to warrant a, another Star Wars MMO? Now, mind you, they had galaxies, they have the Old Republic. And now you have this, which is basically right after Star Wars Galaxies, because Star Wars Galaxies is right, right after Return of the Jedi, right. or right before Return of the Jedi, right? So my question is... Well, no, it's, is it's what, right after. It's right after. Well, because well, it can't be, because in, in Star Wars Galaxies, the Emperor was still walking around. Yeah, no, wait, it took went, place... You went, on, you went on missions on... No, no, missions. it took place after Episode 4. Right. Right, right. after Episode 4, yeah. Right. So what I'm curious is, what will the depth be that is going to that is going to ground the people enough to where you're going to want to log on every day and play just because it's set Mandalorian time, like you're opening up the same box of problems that you had with Galaxies, right? Right? They got they, listen. They got rid of the problem when they went to Old Republic because everybody has a lightsaber, right? right. And there was thousands except, of except, Jedi except in the that bounty hunter, of... except for the bounty hunter guy, or the the guy who hunts down Jedi, and he's got the the, the weapons to to attack Jedi. Yeah. yeah. So if you're going to do this, then the first question is, is there Jedi? Right? Uh, there would, so there would have, if to you be. have to you have to, well, you don't know, because once again, you'd fuck it all up. If well, no. you put a Jedi, if you put a Jedi in the MMO, I'm telling you, there, you're going to well, mess up the Look, game. right now, if they make a Mandalorian in Mandalorian, right, we know about Cal Kestis is alive. We know that Luke Skywalker's alive. We know that uh, Ahsoka's alive. We know that, we know about like five or six not, Jedi. Not, but not playable character. You no, I under, I, under, I understand that. Not that. But you know for a fact, if someone says that those characters exist, Luke's got his Jedi Academy. Okay, so you would be able to become a Jedi if if because that's, it exists. Yeah, that's. I'm telling you, in, in a game like that, especially for well, here here, ask the same questions. So for ESO, 
All right, let's, let's just talk about ESO. So ESO, even though there are classes in ESO, they gave the ability to where you could pretty much be anybody with any class, almost. Not as strong, but you could be anybody with any class. So if I wanted to be some a knight, a knight uh, oh God, dark, dark knight, right? Sith Lord? No, 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 yeah. So I can still heal. So is it going to be that kind of thing where anybody can be anything? Is it a traditional class system? Like when, when you start talking about an MMO, the level of complexity, especially for today's releases, is very complex. How do you get people to stay in the game? That, that warrants you staying in the game. You understand what kind of background they have to have, what kind of backdrops they'd have to have, what planets you'd have to be on. Like, who are you? Who is the game for? Are we going after the Star Wars crowd again? And if you are, aren't you pulling away from the other Star Wars people? Like, right. Not a lot of people are playing Old Republic. I mean, there are people playing Old there Republic. Are. Yeah. But it's not like, like, right. If, if, if you bring, not... if you bring a Star Wars MMO, it's going to pull from other MMOs, right? Star Wars MMOs. <laughs> if you bring out a, a Star Wars MMO, you're basically killing the other MMO of Star Wars. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Right. So th then. Then here you go. Like you saw how Old Republic was done. A lot of voiceover. Awesome. You're doing this, the missions and there's a lot of talking. Same thing with ESO. When you walk around to everybody, everybody's talking to you. You're not reading texts. You're told the mission. Like right. you're told what's going on. Go get me this. Go get that's how it is in and Old so, Republic. Yep. And I'm so I'm trying to figure out is something like this really truly viable? Especially now, especially now with the market the way it is, how many MMOs are out there currently? Right, even though some of them are, are floundering, there's still a lot out there. Like, who are you going after? And not to mention the fact that the Star Wars games that were viable, that they knew they were making, that they that were viable, right? The the, the twenty eight was eighteen eighteen and a thirteen thirteen, and the uh, the other one that came out, like they just cut them off. They said right. we're not releasing it. We're canceling the game completely. Like you canceled that. But somebody's making a Star Wars MMO over here on the side that you or think is like, that kind of sick? Or Xbox. Right. Right. Krebsy brings, up, Krebsy brings up a point. He says, well, do you think, well, I'll, I'll put, do you think, do you think it will be like WoW MMO or Destiny MMO? You know, for it to survive, I would think it would be leaning more towards a Destiny version right. than a traditional MMO, and, honestly. And, and I think if you're thinking of just Mandalorian, right, you're Mandalorian, in the Mando show, you get a couple of different guys, like they're they're part of the same faction, but they're all, you know, there's I, I just don't know the different classes that you would be. Right. What, if it makes, was just what makes the guys unique, right? Yeah, what right. makes the classes they unique? They all have jetpacks, they all have flamethrowers, they all have uh, laser guns, they all have you know, do you do you do you specialize in hand to hand and then someone specializes in sniper and someone specializes in close combat, you know what I mean? Listen, when you the minute you start talking about a brand new MMO coming out, the complexity level shoots through the moon, not through the roof, through the moon. Right. Like what you'd have to do to get that to stick and work. I don't believe I don't believe them. It, it, it might not be a traditional MMO. Like they said, like like you're saying, Krebs, it might be like more of a destiny type thing. I, I, I would lean more towards that because they know they saw the destiny model and they see that it works. As opposed to I, I, the traditional MMO. Well, let me let me take this a little bit, right? So it would be cool. Remember, remember Republic Commandos. Remember that game? Where you're the, a good you, game. You know the Clone Wars. They they oh, came yeah. out with it again recently. They like redid it. 
Um, if they did something sort of like Destiny, and Reese is asking, so would it be an MMO or not? Like, I understand because right. Destiny's not an MMO, but it is an MMO. It's a different type of MMO, right? If they're using Mandalorian and it's sort of like, it would be compared to like Destiny, right? Or like an Outriders where you're, you're a character and you could play solo or team up with a party of two or three people and then go into a open world type event. Right. Is the game soloable? Right. Like right. I, we don't, we don't know nothing about it. It's just a, a rumor of it's a star Wars it's, game. I, it's an MMO. Listen, we know it's rumor. So everything in the video game industry is a rumor until it's actually in your hand and you're playing it. Okay. So it says, according to the new rumor, star Wars, the Mandalorian MMO is in the works at Xbox. Meaning it would just be, well, right off the bat. Game Pass. Game Pass, right? Game Pass. Game Pass, meaning cosmetics. It would be Halo, right? Let's yeah. let's just think. It would be like Halo slash Destiny slash whatever. Uh, the upcoming remake of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is on PlayStation 5 console exclusive, so it shouldn't be very surprising to hear that Xbox has its own Star Wars console exclusive. The new rumor actually comes in the way of two sources, and unfortunately, it's light. Uh, light on information. So, more specifically, the rumor comes of a way of uh, two people over on Twitter, and the latter being one of the most prominent leakers, insiders that are, uh, when it comes to Xbox. Now, Baker first re uh, relayed the word to Zenimax Online was working on a Star Wars: The Mandalorian game last year. Since then, we've heard nothing about it until this week, and then uh, relayed the, the word. Then also heard behind the scenes that this game, the same thing, adding it, it's an MMO. Okay, which isn't very surprising when you know the studio behind Elder Scrolls Online. So that's that's another big thing, right? Zenimax Online is working potentially on a Star Wars MMO, which later this year they just announced, right? So let me it makes, let, it, makes, it makes me feel better because we know what they did to ESO. ESO is decent, right? But let me let me add this to it, right? So they just announced. On June 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific, that the they will feature games coming on Xbox, PC, and Game Pass with Xbox and Bethesda announced June 12th showcase, right? So it would be interesting. One, May 4th comes out real soon, right? May 4th is the May 4th be with you. They could tease something, they could say something along the lines of this. I don't think they will, but they could. Okay. If it's Zenimax online working on an MMO, this is interesting to me because ESO is a is a big game, right? It's yep. got plenty of people playing the game. It's a popular yep. MMO. But do you want to take away from that? That's I, what I'm saying. I don't think they're taking. But I don't think they're taking away from it because ESO. Yes, certain people would leave ESO to go play a different MMO because there's MMO fans and then there's Elder Scrolls MMO fans, most, right? Most of the guys, most of the guys that I'm playing with in ESO, okay, have like eight or nine characters in ESO. Correct. They've been playing ESO for a while. But what I'm saying so, is there's other MMOs, but reason, they want to play reason ESO to go MMO. Play something else. Yeah, I get it, but any reason, give me a reason to go play something else, right? All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, Sarge, because May 4th is coming up. It's next week, okay? And then we have E3. So, big book of bull. Here's a prediction. I want you to predict something, and I'm going to predict you're, something. You're going to hit the big book of bull button. Yeah, I, I will. I will. But Hit it before you make the all prediction. Right, all right, here, here it is. There's the big book of bull. Okay. Here's our here's our predictions. Okay. So do you think, Sarge, you think that we get a tease 
of this Zenimax online thing on May 4th? Or do you think we get it at June 12th? Or we don't hear anything at all? All right, so here's, here's my take. The Xbox wants people to know that they're working on first-party titles. Halo's not doing well. We'll talk about that in a minute. I don't, I don't think that it's doing that bad because I look at Halo differently than people are looking at Halo. Not gonna but I think... Game. It's not going to make or break but, the game. That, that's correct. <laughs> that's absolutely correct. So what I'm talking about is the fact that you want to make announcements because you want people to be excited about what's coming down the pike, which right. gives re people reasons to either buy the system, buy the S, Get on Game Pass, right? Because if a Star Wars game MMO is coming out and you're going to put it on Game Pass as a first-party title for Xbox and Xbox only, just to, I'm just guessing, right? Then it makes sense to make some type of announcement, even though it might not be ready for another 18 months. Who knows? But at the same time, what are you promising me? Because once again, MMOs are very complicated yeah. it's not like pumping out a, a live service game right it's not like that a, a, an mmo of that magnitude first of all well it's not coming out it, this year i'm just matter. saying announcing i'm just saying announcing listen I, announcing is one thing that's what my question right? is do you think they will announce it five years to make it sure if they haven't started already they might do a little. They might do a little drop and That's say it. that they're working on it. That's, That's all I'm it. asking. Do you think they? Yes. Do you think they show it yes. at May fourth, June twelfth, yes. or not at all? I think the better date would be May fourth. Okay. I think if they're going to do it, especially if it's Microsoft related, it's Zenimax, right? But it's Microsoft, right? Because it's it's part of the Xbox family. Yeah. Yes. One, it's a Star yeah. Wars thing. So, I think. My heart wants to say they announced something on May 4th, but I don't think they will. Like a 10, like, like, tech, like literally ten seconds, a title. 10 seconds. Yeah, yes. like a title. Like, like we're, they we're working Metroid. on it. Right. Yeah, like they showed like Metroid. We're working on it. It's out there, right? Yeah. I don't think they show anything about it, right? Like the Quantum Dream one they, they showed. They showed a trailer for it. That's not coming out. They showed a guy coming out of a house into the desert. No, that, that's, that's a different showed. one. That, that was, that was oh, the I'm one sorry. that got that canceled. I oh, think that was, that was another one. I think Bethesda. Gives us a title card or something on June 12th. I don't think we hear anything of the Star Wars on May 4th at all. Um, I think they'll announce Jedi Fallen Order 2 on May 4th, but I don't think they'll announce uh, anything else besides that. Okay, for Star Wars video game-wise. Well, that's not true. There'll be other things, but I, this is too far out. This is too far out. We're just getting word of it. But think about this, though. It can't be too far out. If it is a Mandalorian MMO, Mando Season 3 comes out this year, at the end of this year, okay? So it can't come out too far. So it, maybe it comes out between Season 3 and Season 4, okay? Because you don't want to make an MMO once the fucking series is done, okay? You want to you wanna make the MMO as the series is going on, well, okay? What, is, is it over this next season? I thought no, it was there's a, supposedly it's supposed to be two more seasons. There's a third, okay. not official, but third we know, and then I think the fourth is going to happen, right? So you don't want to make an MMO once the series is done. That's just stupid, okay? You're making a Mando MMO. You want to run it alongside or in between or something. So I do believe we get something on June 12th that says, hey, this is working out, and we won't see it until the following summer, which is 2023 summer is what I think. 
I mean, you, you have to talk about something like what's coming down the pike, like, right. You have to, you have to give people hope of what's coming down the pike because you see what happens when you don't Activision blizzard is in the, in the greatest, biggest black hole I've ever seen. Right. Because they're not talking about anything. The last thing they talked about was Diablo mobile coming out for PC, which is just right. going to be a direct port. And that's not saying a lot. I mean, right? look, and that, we, we saw beyond good and evil five, six years ago. We still haven't have a game, right? We, we, we saw four years, right. uh, 2017, and, they and teased. They showed, and they showed a lot of that. Right. 2017, they, they teased Marvel's Avengers. It didn't come out until 2020, right? You see what I'm saying? So they could tease something. My, 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 my prediction is just June 12th. But my out there is they say something on, the, on, on Star Wars the May the 4th. They show something on the 12th. And then we get an announcement down the road and it comes out sometime next year. Well, and, and, and if, you're, if we're talking about that, then, then I ex officially expect Bethesda to drop Starfield. Say something. Oh, sure. Like, Star, well, Starfield's coming out at 11-11. They're, yeah. they're definitely going to they're, they're say something about it and show it. I think they would show it. Um, all right. Next story. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push. Um, let's, let's bring Halo in. I'm going to push Halo up a little bit. A uh, couple of Halo things together, right? We got the uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, Long-awaited campaign co-op will be landing in August if if all goes to plan, okay? If all goes to plan. So Halo Infinite Roadmap, okay? Online co-op in August. Uh, campaign co-op has now has a late August target, putting in square in the middle of the season two. Infinite second season stretches until November 7th which is unusual uh, long for a live service game. The blog post stressed that 343's biggest priority remains to the health and of, a develop of developers to get into sustainable development rhythm so they can deliver great experiences to all uh, while maintaining a healthy work balance, okay? Uh, we know we need to deliver more content and uh, more features more quickly, staying true to priority, ze uh, priority zero, which means sometimes we need to slow down in order to stay healthy and move faster later. But we're also aggressively looking into ways to accelerate the post states. Uh, campaign co-op was promised for season two when Halo Infinite released last year. So it's essentially coming into target, even if the season isn't uh, lasting longer. First of all, the first promise was sometime before season two, then it was season two, and now it's late season two or mid season two. So uh, the split screen is coming later date at season three and the network co-op August date is listed as target, which three, four, three describes as dates that will become more certain over time. It's not quite a lock just yet. Okay. So that's, that's one thing about halo going on. Okay. Another thing about halo going on is that there's more leaks about the battle Royale details leaked online. So obviously they're, do you think they get, and here's my question for you, Sarge, before you start going more into detail of what we just talked about. Do you think the Battle Royale comes in the game before the, uh, before the uh, co-op? <laughs> Do you think Battle Royale comes in for sure before the actual co-op of right, the game? If, if, that's, if that's the only question, the, the short answer is yes, because in the, in the mind of, the, of current developers, BR is the life preserver of people on the Titanic. <laughs> if your game is going down, they believe that BR will save you. That's exactly what they do. So I think, yes. Yes, BR will come out before co-op. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I, I know this is not usually my take. Everyone knows me that I'm very negative. But I don't believe Halo Infinite is failing on any level. It did exactly 
what it was supposed to do. Give a good title on Game Pass, be a complete campaign, have multiplayer when you were done with the campaign, and done. Let's just pretend that it's an, one of the older school Halos. You got to play a campaign, you got your multiplayer to play with your friends, done deal. It's on Game Pass. You didn't have to buy it. So, STFU. Hey, that's it. Right? That's it. Yeah, no, you're right. The, the list of complaints. Bill Spencer said it best. Right. It's not going to make or break us. He says it's right? not going to make or break us. Right. 100% correct. Yeah. He's 100% correct. Listen, if you, if you really cared enough about Halo that it bothered you, then you wouldn't have even downloaded it and never played it on Game Pass. You right. just waited. But you wanted that you wanted that taste of Halo. I got it. Right? I got it. You want to play Halo. The people that played Halo, the infinite, that is, the people that played it, they seemed to, everyone seemed to like it, right? What right. what was the problem? Dupless, if Dupless is here, he likes it. A lot of people like it. I think they did exactly what they wanted it to do. The fact that it didn't have co-op just says to me that we're looking at an old Halo game, right? It's like right. Halo One. <laughs> well, yeah. wait, was Halo One multiplayer? Uh, I think I'm. Was Halo One multiplayer? I, I believe it was. Damn, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. All right. Well, so point, the, the point is, is that it, I don't think it's doing as bad as it is. They, they keep talking about it every day. The numbers are down. The numbers are down. The well, they, they down. only have the Steam numbers. So oh, here's oh, some numbers for you. I get it. Here's some numbers for you by Tom Warren. Okay. Tom Warren on Twitter. Okay. Let me bring up his, let me bring up his, uh, his tweet. Now, Tom Warner is the senior editor at Verge. Okay. He covers all things PC, console, and stuff. That, that's what his Twitter says. Okay. Now, he says, if you're wondering how big Destiny 2 is for Sony, 860,000 players played Destiny 2 yesterday at the slow point in a season about to end later this month. Okay. Now, I know you're thinking, okay, Destiny on PlayStation has got 860,000 players. On Xbox, it had 275,000. Okay. And Steam, it had 224,000. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because Destiny 2 had 275,000 players on Xbox yesterday with Halo Infinite being fifth on the US Xbox charts compared to Destiny 2 at 10th. So think about that for a second. Destiny had 275,000 people playing the game, and that was 10th on the Xbox overall. Okay. Halo is at five, meaning obviously it could be 270 or 80,000 people. And it has oh, five more people. More. Right, you don't know the spread. You right. Don't you don't know the spread, spread, but it's bigger than Destiny. And Destiny's sitting at 10 on Xbox right now at 275. So yes, Halo but... on Xbox, it's an exclusive game. It's not on PlayStation, it's only yep. on Xbox. So yep. you, you would have to assume it's at 300, 400,000 being fifth. Right? I, I'm not going to give them much credit. I will say plus or minus 15, 20% more than Destiny sounds about right because Destiny numbers are low. Reese, Reese asks, I want to know where he's getting those numbers. They don't say where he's getting those numbers. We're just looking magic. at those numbers. Yeah, it's, it's magic. It's, a, it's magic. an article. We're reading it, Reese. We don't know. Right? But it doesn't say where he, actually got, where he actually got it from. Wikipedia's it, got numbers. Right? I made up numbers. I can make up numbers too. You know what I mean? But... If if it is true, Reese, if it is true, okay, then that's pretty impressive for a game that's not going to make or break anything, right? Because think about it. I'm not playing Halo. Sarge's not playing Halo. Anybody else not playing Halo? 
right? That didn't play the yeah, campaign. But we're, not, but we're not. We're not part of that percentage. I'm. I'm in such a strange category. I'm like a snowflake. You know, I'm. I'm in a very particular category of gamer. I don't. I don't think for a moment the game is doing bad. I just don't. I don't like the way the fact that it, every day they talk about Halo Infinite like it's on fire and it's going away. Like it's on Game Pass. Okay, they can update it whenever they want. It doesn't mean a damn thing. All it means is if you happen to be playing multiplayer that day or not, like that's it. Because well, once you finish the campaign, it's not like you're going through the campaign again because you're still waiting for co-op campaign. Right. But you're playing multiplayer. Yeah. Well, it's not a big deal. I, I also like to put out there that remember Xbox, it's on Xbox, it's on PC, it's on Xbox Game Pass. And there's 25 million people that have Game Pass. And if it's only got 275,000 people playing it or 300,000 people playing it, it's pretty low for the potential of how many people could play it. You, you see what I'm saying for the bigger picture? Okay, but you can't, you, you can't even look at De of Halo Infinite as a normal product, right? Once Microsoft decided that Halo was going to go to Game Pass, right? The actual sales of the game mean nothing. They mean nothing. Right. Because they're, it's part of their own studio. They're paying them a salary. It's got nothing to do with anything else other than trying to get people to sign up for Game Pass. Right. That's what it's for. Right. So to try to, to write articles about how the player numbers are dropping in Halo Infinite, to talk about it like it was a game that was purchased and how there's a steady decline after a purchased game and they're going by those those metrics is it's not even on the same page you can't talk about the game like that the game was meant for a specific purpose it served its purpose it's on game pass for people to play on game pass right it's got means absolutely nothing listen if 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 the player numbers the player numbers of let's say let's say they did 400,000 people a month for 6 months and now all of a sudden it's 325 Right. All that means to me is people are playing other games on Game Pass. Like they're still on Game Pass, right? You're still paying for Game Pass. Well, you played Halo, and you're still on Game Pass. That's what it means to me. It's not that that's not that Halo's going away. I also want to point out that this tweet that I just looked up. Okay, I should have done this before, and this is my bad. But this tweet's from February first. So the numbers from February first to now are completely different. The reason. Krebsy just said Halo's at 14 and Destiny's at 10. Okay. And you got to remember Destiny in February. When did the when did the, the update come out for Destiny? Right? When did the update come out? The people that were playing Destiny at that time were, were trying to catch up for for the for the final, right? For the uh, for the next season. So those numbers are great for back then, but Halo is terrible right now. There's more people since the last since the last time we talked about it, right? Halo Master Chief Collection has had more people playing it uh, on Steam, and Halo 5 has had more people playing it, okay, on Steam than Halo Infinite on, on PC. So, look, no matter what we say, we talk about it because we're a podcast, we talk about the news of gaming. But Phil Spencer was 100% correct. No matter what happens to Halo, it's Doesn't not matter. going to make or break it. It's just right. out there to just fill the void. Right. It's just fill in the void. But listen, the argument that we're having, I'm sorry, the discussion that we're having right now, right, is not even 
the discussion that Microsoft and 343 are having with themselves. The discussion that Microsoft and 343 are having is how long are people playing the game and how much are they buying? Right. How much of the how much of the skins are they buying? That's the discussion they're having. Like we're talking about the game's gonna go away. Like they don't give a shit. They're they're concerned about we put the game on the platform, how many people signed up for Game Pass, and how and this is the metrics that they see. How many people signed up for Game Pass and then played Halo? Right. right? Right, which says to them that Halo brought them to Game Pass, right? Because if the minute you get, I sign up for a subscription of Game Pass and then immediately start playing Halo, well, the multiplayer, they know, they know it worked. Well, the multiplayer also is, you don't even need Game Pass, it's just free. Even better. Right, right. Right, once again, it's not measurable. The measuring part is how many skins they sold, right? That's what they're measuring. How many things are bought in right. Halo? It's right. got nothing to do with anything else. So we could talk like this until we're blue in the face. And, and by telling me, yeah, just, oh, by the way, co-op's coming out in August. And I'm yeah. going to say, thank you for releasing co-op. And no, it'll be out by December. Right. Anyway, we're moving on. Like that's, that's, <laughs> we know yeah. it's not coming out in yeah. August. I right? swear it'll be out by, by season yeah. three. I swear it'll be season Christmas. three. Yeah. Get a nice Christmas present. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's, I think it's funny that the discussions have changed so drastically when you're talking about a game's release and its existence for the period of time that it's out or still popular. Like a game comes out and then there's a, there's, there's a peak. And then from that point on, it's a steady decline, right? That's what it is. It starts off at a high number, whatever that number might be. They sold 30 million copies or 25 million copies. And depending how the game is, if it's a single player or multiplayer, it starts to go down, right? You, it might go up a little bit, but it's still trending down. This game means nothing, right? It's in the biggest grand, grand scheme of things. It doesn't mean anything. Nothing. All right, so the next thing I want to talk about is uh, it, it's a little sad because, not really, but Tiny Tina Wonderlands, okay? This, this flew underneath the radar. Why? It was a good game. This, this flew underneath the radar, okay? <laughs> this story, okay? Tiny Tina Wonderlands first DLC <laughs> stirs up controversy amongst fans, okay? So, of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. All right. So the, the, the story is here. Okay, let, let me make this a little bigger here, so... Tiny Tia Wonderlands enjoyed quite a bit of success ever since it launched almost one month ago, garnering many fans amongst Borderlands players with the appeal of Borderlands 2 Assault on Dragon Keep DLC. The game is possibly a step up in many ways of Gearbox with the deep Wonderland characters creation and customization. Now, this renewed approach to the mixed fantasy setting with the guns does Tiny Tina Wonderlands a great service as it feels like it's an improved version. Now, yesterday, Gearbox officially revealed the content of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands first DLC, Coiled Captors. Okay, from a trailer that seemed to focus on new dungeons in the final boss because the DLC itself seems to only feature a dungeon and new loot. Players are now wondering if this cut content from the base game that began repurposing for a paid release. Now, the problem is that this type of content has been released for free for Borderlands 3 with the event of Bloody Harvest, Revenge of the, of the Cartel, offering more than the Coiled Capers seems to do. Now, one of the people nine days ago said, at first glance, it looks to me that the Bloody Harvest and Rise of Cartels prove or provided more good content in this upcoming paid DLC, and they were free. This seems more like a, a, a malware takedown that you have to pay for, okay? It says the coil, the coil Captors also doesn't look like a story DLC for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which could mean no additional zone where players can collect to loot dice, scrolls, marbles, and freely explore uh, instead, it seems that the only new area of the dungeon itself, which could feel like more of the same 
after a few runs, especially since that there's no new enemy types being introduced, the Quelled Captors. Players are also left wondering if there will be still any sort of increase in the level cap or Chaos Chambers, which is something that the trailer and the official website did not mention. Another person nine days ago says, I'm sort of confused. This is like literally nothing to do uh, to this. There are just withholding the details so we can discover it ourselves. No, uh, no like level cap bump or chaos levels, no new skill points, no new gear levels. There's also a mention of any gear, new gear or just a new way of existing gear uh, to spin the wheel. Now, Titan Wonderland's content of the Coiled Captors DLC is not necessarily bad, but the players are under impression. Now, this came out before the actual content came out, Sarge. And and then would you like to finish the story of what's happening with the DLC listen, for Titina? Well, listen, the, the the best meme I got after reading the articles was I paid ten dollars for ten minutes. Is basically <laughs> is basically what they were talking about. So ten, they said ten, ten minutes, right? Well, but ten minutes of con, like you run through the dungeon, and that's all there is. It's not like there's a story plot or nothing. Like you have to understand. And once again, I'm in a different I'm in a different ball game, right? When we played Borderlands 2 and you bought the DLC, I think the, the uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Chad. I know sometimes I get my numbers wrong. I'm pretty sure the DLC for, for Borderlands 2 was like 10 or 15 bucks, right? So for 10 or 15 bucks, you got like a whole new area, a whole story, a whole new boss, and a whole new raid boss, right? That was the whole game. And I'm thinking to myself, that's that's pretty good. So now when you when you see this, and it's part, I don't care if it's part of a, a season pass or not. But when it's $10 for 10 minutes, according to the mean people, which I thought was hilarious, <clears throat> it is it just says to me that there's it's it's lack of it's lack of, of passion for the game because it's part of a season pass. It's, like, it's a scumbag move. Right. Let's just call it what right. it is. It's what it is. I All get right. it. I'm, I'm trying to be nice. So I'm no, well, trying to be nice. Fuck that. That's what that's what normal uh, outlets are for to be nice. Oh, right. 10 out of 10 DLC. Buy it today. Da, 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 da. Right. I'm gonna go to the forums here. This you is had, how you had you had the pirate one, right? You had the pirate one. You had uh, the the zoo one. The with what's his face? The flintlock, flintlocks uh, hunting, right? All right. And then I thought, uh, then then uh, Mr. Torgs. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Torgs. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Torgs. I forget what the title of the thing was, but Mr. Torgs, uh, uh, mayhem something something mayhem. I forget what the hell it was called. Right. I, somebody in chat is gonna correct me. And then of course the best one of all, honestly. The assault on, on 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 Castle Keep or Dungeon Keep was amazing, amazing to finish off that DLCs for Borderlands Two. Like Borderlands Two, I think is once again every game can't be perfect, but I'm thinking as far as games go, Borderlands Two was pretty damn close to being as far as fun and inventive and keep you interested and <clears throat> is just all around good. And and for this to come out and be a good game to release and, and Tiny Tina's game was good. You said it was good. I, I liked it. Deal. I like. I haven't finished it yet. I like. And then it. for them, and then for them to come out with some 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 little minuscule thing like this, and I, then just chalk it up. To I also part of a season pass. Like I think it's just. I also cheesy, man. didn't buy the season pass. Why? Because of these reasons. Right before I was like, I'm not going to buy the season pass just in case something goes wrong. So I, let me read to no you. Point. Tiny Tina Wonderland's DLC no is a critical fail. This is on the forums. Okay, for true achievements, he says. This is by Luke Al Al Albiggies, okay? Once upon a time, a simpler age, in 2013, 2K released a DLC pack of Borderlands 2. 
titled Titantina's Assault on Dragon Keep. The expansion was creatively framed as the game inside a game, with the Vault Hunters sitting down and playing a tabletop role-playing session of the flavor shifting from sci-fi to fantasy for a welcome change of tone. Dragon Keep was exceptional, with the framework allowing Borderlands humor and shine without failing back or falling back into the memes of pop culture gags. Instead, meta jokes around the nature of the tabletop games like Dungeons and Dragons ruled the realm, and unfolding stories between the DM screen landed, right? And this is all good stuff. Dragon Keep was Borderlands 2's fourth and fine, uh, finest DLC, and while the others were all somewhat between good and great, this was generally superb. Like the previous packs, it offered a fairly chunky mini-map, plenty of side missions, loads of new gear, hardcore raid bosses, loads more, comfortably 15 to 20 hours of new stuff, and way more if you ran with multiple characters and framed things uh, or farmed things like the raid bosses and areas. Fans loved it and they wanted more. So fast forward to 2022 and they got their wishes with their release of Tiny Tina Wonderlands, a full base game and the same splendid concept with the with the uh, pre-generated dragon keeps of shiny example of the series. Generally, a solid track record with DLC hopes were high for Wonderlands to honor and heritage with some superb additional contents of its own. Those hopes died yesterday. Okay. He says... Coiled Captures, the first DLC pack with Tiny Tina's Wonderland arrived yesterday, priced around the same as the previous Chunky Borderland expansions, but frankly embarrassing uh, uh, dearth of content, okay, or uh, with with the backup of that costing. The adventure is beginning with Dr Dream, Dream Vale Overlook, a real cool haunted amusement park, but even that doesn't win any points for Coiled Captures as it's just part of the update. Players can visit whether, whether they own the DLC or not, although it's a little more than a thematic, neat, but ultimately pointless little hub area. If you don't, uh, uh, if you don't, a center of the area sits above the monster monstrosity slot machine built out of pure disappointment and ready to rob your souls. A new currency added in the DLC in exchange for typical woeful rewards. How do you earn the souls, you ask? Well, after taking the sights in a uh, little area, you'll, you'll head over to a magic mirror. This is your first of four. Each of the season pass content drops will apparently stick to this formula with a new mirror for each and, and will also whisk you away for new locations where you discover what it means for something to truly devo uh, devour your original ideas of content. Well, Captor's entire narrative is considered into a single short cutscene that plays as you load in, followed by what you can only describe as the worst version of Chaos Chambers is a multi-round area combat affair against the same enemies you've killed countless times before with trivial objectives and thrilling bonus challenges, such as breaking barrels. At the end of this colorful 10-minute yawn, you meet Chums, one of the only bosses of this mode, and this is just a big version of the shark enemies that you shoot until he dies. And when you get some stuff, no mechanics, no interesting moves, not even much of a payout. There's some decent new gear pieces up to grabs, but the wheel of fate's prize being completely random, chasing chaos chambers, targeted loot is a much better use of your time. And then that's it. The DLC, that's what 10 bucks gets you these days. Apparently, it's honestly disgusting. So there you go. He goes into way more, but I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read the whole 10 page article that he that he wrote because when someone writes this much you have to the, the passion's there right so this is a little this is a little um uh what's it called discouraging okay he rates it a 0 0.67 out of five <laughs> is there a decimal point in there yeah there's a decimal point now craig says i'm pretty sure they said they're supposed to change uh with every week in some way it doesn't so, matter. It doesn't if, matter. If that's the case, you, though. You, you threw it. You threw it into a pile, and you called it season pass. Right. And so you're not allowed to be mad until a year passes, and you see the entire season pass, and then you're allowed to judge it. Like that's how it works now. 
right? They have a whole year to decide whether or not what to do with the actual content or not. And then you're allowed to complain, right? You're not allowed to complain at the fact that a, a DLC came out and it's just like this little piece, this little thing. But you had to give $10 for that little piece, right? The difference is somebody who played another Borderlands game paid $10 and got an entire new game. Right. Well, if you, right? And, and, and everyone plays stupid. Like, think, think they, about don't that. Know what, they don't know what that means. Yeah, nine years ago, you paid $10 and got Dragon's Keep, right? And now, nine years later, you paid $10 and get one mission, and you have to wait for the next content to come out. It's, it's just... It's it's just a little strange now that that's the way you have to accept it. Like I don't accept it. Why? That's why I can't buy the stuff anymore, man. Listen, the part of my brain that says FOMO is dead. <laughs> the part in my brain that says I have to buy this now, I killed him a long time ago. Like <laughs> I would rather I would rather the game be out. Like I'm excited, I see it. Then I would wait another two years. Then it's a compilation, and then it's on sale. And then I go to GameStop and I buy the hard disk to put it on my shelf. I don't even buy it digital. I wait for the complete collection on the start shelf, and then I go buy it and I put it like it doesn't make sense to me why I pay the same amount for less. Right. Because they say it's don't well, worry, we're gonna fix it. Like crispy bacon says it gets progressively more difficult each week for four weeks. Makes it so much worse than if they just drop the whole thing to start. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> bacon is that what they're doing they're they're literally it just makes the difficulty harder each week is it at least a different board <laughs> it just i don't it's know guys i i, I after, try after a while after a while but don't but don't you see after a while yeah, i try to put it to put it under the umbrella of season pass like that's your reason don't worry about it it's just a like season pass. every week i come back and i'm like you know what i want to be more positive about gaming and then i read <laughs> stuff like this and i'm just like like fuck, it just doesn't want me. It, it just it, doesn't want me to. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I well, like, I I played. I once again, just just to be clear, I played Borderlands two, almost two or three times a week. Okay, oh, you, you had thousands of hours years. in that game for two years. Yeah. Okay, that's the kind of staying power that game had. And by the way, all the all the expansions came out the first year. Remember. Every two or three months, they released another DLC. Oh That's how they released it. Bacon. You, didn't, you didn't wait a year. Crispy. <laughs> you didn't wait a year. You waited a couple months, and then another DLC came out. Crispy said they accidentally dropped the whole thing on the first day, and they had to hotfix it back to time-gated. They gave out too much fun. <laughs> Reel that shit back. They can't handle this much fun. We got to pull that. We got to pull that back. Wrong with you handing out fun like that? You hand out fun by the handful? Oh my god! Better get your teaspoon out and sit down. You can't handle all that at once. That it? Thank you. Know what, Melrose? Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Melrose says at least you came in with the mindset of I'm going to be more positive. That's a big deal. We we did make a good pro we made good progress. We've made good yeah, progress yeah, out here. You were right there on the end. <laughs> I was so close about it, Melrose. And then you're like, I, I was nope. so close, so close. And then they they went to fuck it up. They fuck it up. <laughs> Right, this oh. is this is why this is why you don't buy a game when it comes out. This is why you don't fucking pre-order. This is why you don't buy the season pass. This is why you don't do any of these things. Right? I went against my better judgment. I didn't want to buy Tiny Tina's Wonderlands right away. Me and Lono were supposed to play. 
We were supposed to play together. The first day, he's like, ah, let's play together. And then their fucking servers fucked up, right? So I, I played it by myself for three days. And, I, and then I couldn't play online with anybody because the servers were down, right? So I enjoyed it by myself. But I was reluctant to get the game because I was like, there's going to be problems. And sure enough, there was problems with the game because I couldn't play with friends, right? And now the DLC comes out and they're still fucking it up, right? It's just, it's just one thing after another. The, the game industry doesn't give you time to breathe. It's just like... Take this shitty game. Take this shitty game. Here you are. Oh, I'm numb. I'm numb. Hey, wait. You got some good news, don't you, brothers? One more. There's a piece of good news. You got, you got one piece of good news, right? We can, let's put the piece of good news. Let the let this piece of good news be the cream and the Oreo cookie I, that we're doing. Oh, I know which I know which story you're talking about. Okay, right? hold on. Yeah, the good this news is good news. Hold, hold on. Let me let me find it. Let, let me let me find it. Oh God. Okay, I found it. Okay. This is this is the most positive news. This is good news, guys. This is good news. This is good news. This is I should have the uh, the good news of the day. I should make I, I should make a thing. Good news of the day is that Bethesda, the Bethesda launcher, will be shut down on May 11th. Awesome. That's just awesome. Awesome. One one less one less one less launcher for us to worry one about. Less launcher. To, yes. to worry about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, one less launcher to not worry about to download your games on. Just the Bethesda launcher will be shut down on May 11th. That is great news, guys. That is absolutely great news. That's that, that first of all, that's the best news in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So one less, one less. You could just just delete it. Don't even wait for it. Just delete it off your computer now. Just don't even worry about it. Don't wait till May 11th. <clears throat> I thought you were about to say unpacking is coming to PlayStation. Well, wait that's, a minute. That, Wait a minute. That's second good you got, news. You got your second good news. You, 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 you caught us, Gravesy. We were trying to sneak up on you like that. We were trying to sneak up on you to give you two things of good news, Rumor, and you ruined it. That's right. Rumor is unpacking PlayStation 4 version and becoming soon to PlayStation. This is Sarge's Game of the Year contender. Uh, so, much, so much so that this I, one in Skyrim. It's this. It's, it's between it's this and Skyrim. Skyrim and unpacking or head to head in Sarge's right. game of the year so game far of 2022. Close. Yeah. Close. Sarge is talking about unpacking so much that I feel like I'm missing out, and I have to go play it. I I might play it next week on stream to to see what what okay. what Sarge is talking I'm about. I'm out. Even though I'm sarcastic, and even though it's actually a good game, I, I, I believe I, I, you. Who else? Who else in chat actually played this game? Like. For the type of game that it is, I thought they did a great job. I know what kind of game it is. And so I thought they did a great job. It, 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 listen, once again, I will say it again. Unpacking is basically a life simulator to get you to start living like a human being. That's what it is. <laughs> it, it, it makes you practice about how you should live your life. Put things where they belong. Accept change, and put things where they belong. You'll you'll live better. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, we got it. It's not that bad, Craig. <laughs> Emotional damage. <laughs> All right, the next the next good story. It could be a, this could be three good stories in a row, Sarge. This could be three good stories in a row. Okay. Oh, oh, that. Then we definitely have to get something that's called the streak. Yeah, here's here. I mean, this could be bad news for some people, but I think this is good news for some people. Like, so Ubisoft, Ubisoft drops online service for 90 games. 
And that's good news, right? That's good well, news. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, let, me, let me think about that for a moment. I didn't even know Ubisoft had 90 games. I, online features for some well, classic. 30 of them are Assassin's Creed. Some right? classic Ubisoft titles, such as Assassin's Creed 2, Rainbow Six right. Vegas, Far Cry 2, are being removed for players. For you, Sarge, they're being removed for your own for safety. Me. Yes. Much to the disappointment of many gamers, a lot of older titles are facing shutdowns of their servers and online support in the past year. Halo Reach, Halo 3 saw shutdowns and led to some heartbreak of Halo fans unable to play those games online. More, uh, more recently, it was announced that popular MMO Terra was shutting down, and they're nearly decades since they released, and Ubisoft has confirmed that 90 games will be having their online support drop in one way or another. This list of 90 games was displayed as official post of Ubisoft's gaming publisher Extensive Collection, and games include Assassin's Creed 2 and other original games centered around Enzo, uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon, Rainbow Six Vegas, and many of the uh, Rabbit games and Rayman Legends. Uh, also, too many, a few of these titles come up in discussion, Ubisoft's best games. It's also been like Assassin's Creed 2 being primary single player and lost online features will shut, uh, will still be noticeable. Okay, so uh, while the news does seem that Ubisoft is completely abandoning 90 games, this is not the case. As stated, players will be able to still make most of the single player features of Ubisoft's classics, and these changes are only affecting certain platforms. Games like Rayman Legends, or example, will only lose uh, its support to PC, and many older Just Dance titles will lose their functionality for Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and Wii platforms. For gamers on the older consoles, then, this news will hit hard, though, because players will current of next-gen machines, the Ubisoft titles will remain unaffected. So, there you go. So that's that's what's happening with Ubisoft losing uh, 90 games of online features. And then on top of that, another Ubisoft story is a private equity firm reportedly interested in buying out Ubisoft. Okay. So question, I'm not even going to read the article, Sarge, but the, the, my, my question is to you. Obviously, we were speculating that Ubisoft was for sale. And now this says private equity firms reportedly interested in buying Ubisoft. Okay. And Ubisoft is also going all online content, right? They said that they're all their games are live service games going forward. Yep. So do you think, obviously, getting rid of the online service for all those games to make room for all the new ones, all the new the stuff new coming? What, what I find interesting is that Ubisoft in general is on a downward trend. Even though they're trying to do the fix-up, they're trying to change their games, there's a lot of sexual harassment, the, the abuse at work, there's a whole bunch of things going on. So the guys that are looking to purchase them are looking at it as saying that it's good to buy them now, and when they get everything fixed up with all the games that they have, we know what kind of revenue can be created by games of this nature, and they have a good track record in the past, and so... If someone buys them out, it's definitely for a short-term investment that they can turn the company around. Right. On the other hand, if you're not part of the business part and you're part of the actual work and the labor of the company, my question is, who do you get to work for the company that wants to be there and create these online service games that are going to be fantastic, that's going to make the company go back up again? Like, I don't know if that's a thing right now, right? You... On on the investment side, I get why it looks like a good buy, right? It looks like a good buy because they're low right now. I get it. But I don't know if the work, if the labor is going to be there. After the after the dust settles <clears throat> and after all the, the harassment cases are done 
and the, the labor thing is done and the union thing is done. I don't know if there's going to be a company enough a left that you think you're going to get a bargain. You know what I mean? You, because you have to have you have to have a solid team of people working there. Do you think or Ubisoft's a huge company? Do you think it is? Do you think Ubisoft is going to get okay? So the two companies that are they're up for that have mentioned is Blackstone Incorporation and KKR and Co. Not uh, so. No potential buyer is said to be near completion, but it is right. possible that they could change in relatively near future. Now, uh, Blackstone. Tencent. Blackstone will buy them. Blackstone is one of the largest investors in leveraged buyouts in the past 30 years. The company assets recently measured around $880 million. Okay. Um, do you think either Blackstone or KKR and Co. buy this to do a quick pick it up and then sell it to one of the other other companies like Sony, <laughs> like Microsoft? Anytime, anytime there's a buyout talk at all. The lawyers and the accountants go through your books with a fine-tooth comb. They know exactly how much that company is worth. Listen, on on the on the easy side, I would say maybe someone's going to Greco the the Greco the company and just buy it and sell it off. Right. Well, that's you why know, I figured that they would do. You right? know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's because, why I asked. Because I, rather than rather than deal with all the all the nonsense, you buy the company and then you just hack it up into little pieces, right? And you sell it. However, if somebody's been doing the math and they feel like that they still have one or two titles that might turn them around, then they still have to worry about all this other drama on the PR side. Like that has to go away. Otherwise, what kind of deal is it? Right. And who stays? Right. Like who stays with the company knowing that there's a possibility that it's just for a buy and flip or a buy and cut them out? Like who? Who's going to stay like they do you remember the conversation over the last two or three years? What he said, what the CEO said, we're going to turn everything around. We're going to change our model. We're going to start caring about the games. Do you remember the speech? Yeah. I remember the speeches. Yeah. They're just getting and ready so, to sell it. <laughs> right. And so like nobody, I, I heard all those speeches. Like there's going to be a giant turnaround. Oh, he cares. And now we're talking about selling the company. So how, how passionate was he about really turning the company around? He, he wasn't right. Right. It, yeah. It just seems to me that they're, it's just pivoting. You At this point, you have to make yourself look good in order to sell, right? You have to make sure that everything looks good for the sale, yeah. right? It, maybe he's just done. Like, maybe he's just like, I, I had enough of this, right? I've had enough of all the drama. I'm just going to sell and walk away. Like, that's the easy way out. I, right? I, I personally think... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I still think Ubisoft's going to get picked up by either Sony or Microsoft down the road. About, I think this is about, just. A, I think this is a quick stop I, before. Right, it, how about I think like a headhunter, right? How about I think like a headhunter? Why don't I buy the company low, right? Fire everybody, right? And then I sell the IPs to different companies, like Assassin's Creed by yep. itself. IP worth a pretty penny, right? Yep. This other IP worth a pretty penny. Ghost Recon, like there's things you can do. Just hack up the company and just walk away. Yeah, and dude, then maybe basically maybe, just maybe those IPs go to different companies that actually care. And then the game goes on. You, you want but Ubisoft goes away. You want Ubisoft to do basically what, what Stan Lee did to Marvel. They had to sell off chunks of IPs to, to stay afloat. Hey, listen, if 
listen, if Ubisoft was doing so well, everybody keeps talking about they're doing well, then why would you talk about selling? Uh, maybe you're just done with it. Maybe maybe they can't. That's what I mean. Maybe they can't compete with the, what's going on, and they just yeah, well, like you said. Well you, just, well, you can't compete because you've trapped yourselves in a game loop. open world like right. live service have, game. Yeah. Right, you are doing the same thing over same and over. Same game, just different to, paint job. Right. Yeah, and you have to release a game every couple years, and it's not doable. That's why there's so much trauma in the labor department all the abuse and the burnout and the, like there, there's a reason why there's people like that you yeah. can't make a game like that every couple of years listen even the first person shooters right call of duty comes out every two years they're having problems well perfect perfect the next story sarge is call of duty has lost 50 million players in a year now now, I, 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 I hate, I, I hate, contact. I hate, I hate titles like this, right. but, but right. Here, here's a chart. So of March 31st <laughs> hate, of 2021, Activision had 150 million people, monthly active users. Okay. Yep. And then June of 2021, it went down to 127 million. Then it went down to 119 million. Then it went to 107 Those million. Numbers. Those right? are big numbers. Yeah. And then. This year, March 31st, 2022, it was at 100 million. So Activision lost 50 million subscribers or active users, not subscribers, active users playing the game. Now, it says the Call of Duty players is probably, you know, the biggest chunk that they've lost from that. Okay. Now, the 50 million drop reflects that it has been a disappearing year up to updates of the game, including boring seasonal additions, disruptive, disruptive balance problems, and new map and launch with new game-breaking bugs that wouldn't be fixed for weeks, okay? Now, you want to know how they're fixing this, Sarge? You want to know how they're fixing this? This is how they're fixing it right here. The next season coming out right now, okay? I can't. Good. Yeah, you got to look at the screen. This, this yeah. is how they're fixing I'm, Call I'm of Duty's 50 million leaving, okay? I'm looking at it. They're bringing in King Kong, and they're bringing in Godzilla to bring those players back. Now it was rumored; it was rumored for the last couple of weeks, but now we actually have we actually have definitive proof. This is this is gaming jumping the shark. Yeah, that's this, what this, this is. That's exactly what this, this is. This is gaming this jumping is, this, the shark. This is the Fonz 100%. jumping shark. Yeah, a hundred percent. So now I. Well, I I give it to him though. Wait, wait. It's better than a tornado. That's this is where I was going with it, right? It's better than a tornado. But is it better than the tornado? It is. Well, think about it. Hold on a second. On a the surface. Yeah. On the surface. The tornado is just a spinning tornado and it's just going across the map, right? But <laughs> but this is just like last week I brought it up. Oh, last God. week I brought it up and said that they're going to kiss right there. I said last week I said this is like um Fortnite had the robot versus the monster, and they were just fighting on the map, and it was just an event. This, I brought up two weeks ago, how is this going to be? Is this going to be the tornado where King Kong shows up, and he's just a random monster going across to different things, destroying stuff, and you're, like, seeing him, or are you actually interacting with him to do something? You know what I mean? Because if it is just a random King Kong thing, then it is just the tornado, right? So, just just real quick, if I, I know this is the only reason why I like it, I like it for like ten minutes and I stop playing. Right, the fact that I'm I gonna get try to, it. I haven't wait, played Call of Duty forever. Wait, wait, the fact that I actually get to be 
one of the military vehicles that's firing on the monster in the monster movie, I think it's pretty fun. Right. right, like right. you're the actual tank trying to shoot at Godzilla or King Kong, and hopefully he doesn't pick you as a target. Like to be the little token guy in the movie shooting at the monster seems kind of fun just for a moment. What now? But let's be honest. It's, how it's how interactive old. can it be? Right, it's gonna get old pretty damn quick. Right. Right. How interactive can it really be? Now, here's what I want to know. Okay, here's what I want to know. Do you think they can make a game like this, like sort of like uh? Black Flag came out, and then all of a sudden they want to make Skull and Bones, right? So Call of Duty comes out with this mode, okay? Do you think they can make a game mode like Evolve? Now, hear me out here. Like Evolve, but on this scale, where you're a team, an army of people fighting against a monster. That's a hundred verse one. Yeah, where you play, and one guy's Godzilla or one guy's King Kong, right? Do you think it it, it would be... Just as sad, or do you think it would be better because you're shooting at this giant monster on these maps? It just again, it would get old pretty fast, I think. I can't believe they went full blown Godzilla King Kong. Yeah, (laughs) I can't believe someone's sitting in an office and they went, We gotta do something quick. What do you got? How do we bring people back? (laughs) King Kong versus Godzilla. That's the answer. Like, wait, so what they someone decided to to go against zombies? No, they didn't. They didn't normally, normally they would just say zombies, right? They would say. We're pulling out zombies. This is how it went down, right? They're in a, they're in a circle. All right, guys, we need uh, we need ideas, ideas. Ted, what's your idea? What what, what can we bring to the table? Zombies. Uh, uh, how about a uh, swap thing? Uh, swap thing. Too old. No one really watches that. Okay. Uh, uh, Steve, what do you got? Um, um, uh, how about wrestlers? We bring wrestlers. Uh, luchadors. No, uh, no. Uh, next, what about Godzilla? Who who said that? I mean, Who's that guy? He just started last week. God, Godzilla. Why don't we put Godzilla in the game? Is that is that is it done with the new engine? Is that, uh, that's my first question. Is the whole Godzilla versus King Kong in the yeah. new engine? What 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 what? Uh, so many questions, Melrose. Yeah, yeah. It, it does it, but do you? I can't listen. If I'm if I'm mentally incapacitated and I'm hammered, drunk, and I'm in a boardroom, I could not connect dots that led from Call of Duty. Godzilla. At no point are those dots gonna ever connect. I just don't know. I, I just it's it's kind of sad that that's where they have to go to try to get people back. But once again, all that really looks like to me is it's the tornado. Yeah, like that's all it is. That's if, all it if, is. If, if, if there's really interaction with the monsters and the players, and he can King Kong pick my guy up and eat me. You know like, what I mean? Like, what is it? What does it look like? Like you're there, and it just says you're dead, right? Like, like, like every time you spawn, someone puts a listen. Somebody puts the spawns point in a bad spot, and every time you spawn in, you're just stepped on again. Like I'm dead, <laughs> I'm dead, right. right? I'm dead, I'm dead from fire, I'm dead from a car, I'm dead from his foot. Like, I don't, I don't see, <laughs> I don't see the connection. Why, why it would be amazing? Like. I'll give it to you like maybe three hours on a Saturday. Yeah, I think the it'll first be fun. Time it comes out right for, three for, hours for on a Saturday one afternoon, and and then that would be it. Like it's uh, I don't get it, man. Krebsy Krebsy says it's a it's an event for like two weeks, whatever it is, right? It's 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 funny. Well, listen, at least they didn't say zombie, right? At least they didn't say zombie. And good news, wait, this is the fourth one, bro. Now we're on a streak. Now we're on a streak. The fourth good news is. Call of Duty will not be coming out in 2023. 
They're actually going to take a break. Well, right, but they're coming out with Modern Warfare. No, isn't Modern no. Warfare 4, isn't Modern Warfare 2 coming out? No, they said no Call of Duty next year. What? No Call of Duty in 2023. Hold up, because I'm pretty sure they just announced. I didn't bring it into the stories, so I have to. I'm pretty sure. Let me go Listen, to the. I, I, I just feel like both both series. What, what, what I find to be really strange is both Call of Duty and Battlefield are both floundering. Like they're both in some weird yeah, no. hole. So Modern Warfare 2, it's not a new, it's a remake. Remake. But it's coming out this year. Yeah. Yeah. So they just announced it. Modern Warfare 2 is coming out. Yeah, but, but it's Modern do- Warfare 2, the, re- the redo, not the original. It's not a remaster of the original. It's a remaster of the redo. It, if that makes it's sense. It's a reboot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So do we have a date on that, Krebsy? Do we know it's coming out this year? Yeah, I this year. Specs says yeah. this year. Okay. I think it's this year. Is that considered a new Call of Duty? Or is that considered a remastered Call of Duty? That's remastered. Yeah. Absolutely. It's gonna be remastered. I just they're they're grasping at straws, <laughs> right? Listen, when you when you have a really good IP and a really good series. I know they want to capitalize on it. Like, I know you want to come out of the game every year or every couple of years. But sometimes the way those games are, they're special for a reason. And you can't just copy paste the same thing year after year and expect the same draw all the time. Right. right? Sometimes you have to miss it in order for it to be better. And Call of Duty and both Battlefield are the same way. Like, they, they believe that it has to come out every year. It's this massive, massive IP that has to come out every year. And people are losing their minds trying to get these games out. Look at the last three <laughs> battlefields. That says it all. It says it all. You cannot keep pumping out these games at the rate that Why, you want. I have a question then. Why would they call it the same thing as the, as the series in the past if it has no association with Modern Warfare from 2008 to 2012? So they're, they're looking to nostalgia bait people with Modern Warfare 2, but they're not. it's not a remaster. It's a new Modern Warfare 2. See, to me, that's stupid as far as why name it the same. They couldn't come up with a different name? No, I don't think, I don't think it's a new Modern Warfare 2 water. I don't think so. I think it's a redo of the last Modern Warfare 2. Not the original, but the last one. I don't think it's a new one. I'll have to look it up. I, I don't know much about it. I'll have to look it up. You guys are telling me in chat, and I believe you. I, I just don't know much about the story. I didn't look at it. Because uh, so, the, the Twitter thing just says a Modern Warfare 2. So there's not, there's not much about it. Right. So, I mean, I just find it weird that's that they would name it the exact same as the thing that came out a decade ago. I, I find that hilarious, dude. Absolutely hilarious. It's a reboot and remake with influence from the old. Right. Okay. Well, that's what I was saying, Spec. It's okay. It's, it's a reboot of the old of Modern <laughs> Warfare 2. Right. <laughs> it's not the old game. <laughs> brought up to they literally redid the whole thing right wait 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 craig you're on to something what if what if in the middle of the king kong versus godzilla battle you could actually spawn in the a-team van with it your plays, buddies it plays the song and it plays da, the theme da, song da, 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 da. <laughs> like if we're gonna go if we're gonna go off the rails da, you have to da, be off da, the rails like a hundred percent i love, off I love when a plan comes together i i think that would be amazing uh, absolutely amazing if we're going to go off the rails like that. Oh, you got to bring in the helicopter, Airwolf, or Blue Thunder. 
I feel I feel bad for them a little bit, a little bit, because I know it's hard to come out with with better, newer ideas each time. I know it's hard. It's not an easy thing. But at the same time, you know when someone's reaching, like and reaching bad. Like I'm just listen. I'm happy that it's going to be three hours of pure bliss. Three hours of pure bliss, and then after that. It's 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 over. It's just a tornado. That's all that is. Okay, Krebsy says <clears throat> they rebooted with Modern Warfare in 2019. This year's COD Modern Warfare 2 is the sequel to the reboot of 2019. <laughs> hey. You guys have fun with that. You're you confusing guys... the crap out of me, man. It's a remake. That's all we have to say. It's yeah. just a remake. It's a remake. It doesn't matter which version of the remake it is. We just have to say it's a remake. I'll tell you what. If if Fortnite puts the A team in there, and then they they put in uh, Airwolf, the A team man. Uh, man. <laughs> can you wait? Even better. Can you imagine a BR with all the '80s characters from action movies and TV great. shows? That'd be awesome. Magnum that would PI. be awesome. That'd be an awesome BR. Yeah, Kojak, Magnum PI. <laughs> you got Mash. Right. Yeah, you get Mash in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Full house. Be amazing. It's convertible. Yeah. This is a convertible yeah. full of five kids. Driving. A convertible with five kids yeah. in the back. Everybody's got a pistol. They're just shooting. Olsen twins are shooting fucking Uzis oh out the back. If we're gonna go, if we're, if we're gonna go full crazy, you might as well just go full. You, you gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, just call. Yeah, be, that'll be amazing. I don't. I don't know, man. A reboot I, of the remaster of the sequel. That's right, Reese. That's right. It's a reboot yes, what it is. of the remaster is. of the sequel. It's exactly right. That's what it is. No, he's right. And they're, uh, <laughs> and they're going to sell it, and it's going to make a shit ton of money for them. It should make a shit ton of money. Oh, I'm delirious. Oh, Craig, that, that, that would be a good BR. It takes place on the love boat. <clears throat> and then all the 80s characters are on the love boat, and it's last man standing who survives to get to Fantasy Island. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that 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 would be it. Wait, well, no, wait. One level is Love Boat, and another level <laughs> is Fantasy Island. Oh, fucking fantastic, wouldn't it? We should make this. We should do a fundraiser and try to make this. It's basically Fortnite. We'll use the it's Unreal Engine. Kind of crazy. We'll use the Unreal Engine five, and we'll start there's, making Gilligan's Island. The, right? Wait, Krebsy, Krebsy, is that the is that the sign for "There's the door"? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, is that what that is? Yeah, yep. He's mad because now yep. it's going to happen. I put it out in the universe, and now you're going to see it from the makers of Godzilla and King Kong. We have Battle Royale Love Boat. <laughs> I mean, it's not far off. If if you're going to put call, if you're going to put King Kong and Godzilla. In a, in a Call of Duty game, we're not far off. That's not far. That's not. That's not far. I'll think about the skins they could sell. <clears throat> think about the skins they could sell for the 80, 80 characters. <clears throat> Nostalgia, man. That's what the game actually should be called. Nostalgia BR. That's 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 <laughs> what it is. It's basically the 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 beginning version of Ready Player One. Right. Everybody gets to pick a character. <laughs> All right. We we got Eddie one white. We got one more story. One more story. It's the biggest story that's happening right now in the world. Uh, last week or two weeks ago, we were talking about man interested in buying Twitter, right? Then we had it's getting closer to buy Twitter. And then Monday, Musk gets Twitter for $44 billion. Uh, it's actually, it was actually a little higher. 
Oh, okay, whatever. Right. So, right. so now the internet's melting. Okay, <laughs> it's on fire. It's bro. on. It's on fire right now. <laughs> People are losing their minds. They're comparing Elon Musk, who, uh, who they say is a Nazi, who say he's that racist. he's yeah. he's racist. Yeah. He's he doesn't do anything with his money. He's he 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 got it from from birth, even though that's none of this is true. Okay, uh, he doesn't do anything for humanity. He's <laughs> he's, he's doing the most for humanity. Yeah, actually, he's 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 a private person spending billions of dollars. He he gave away fifty million dollars for for uh Saint Jude. yeah for Saint, Saint Jude. Jude yeah fifty million dollars right? to Saint Jude yeah like he, he does a whole bunch of stuff, but he takes over Twitter and everyone's like it's Armageddon. Ah! World War Three. They're like they're 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 yeah. they're they're crying. What what do you make of this, Sarge? What do you make of Elon <clears throat> Musk I, buying Twitter? He's I, I, first off, he's having a blast of of saying certain things on Twitter. It's it's hilarious. I if you if you didn't think if you thought before that nothing was going on with Twitter, like you actually thought that that's just normal. Just I don't know why you guys are complaining. Things are just normal. But after the after the official. I'm buying it and things are starting to be in motion now that the things that are happening so quickly after the announcement, Twitter's trying to like get rid of evidence. They're just like, <laughs> right. Like if, if anyone's not following the story, the amount of followers that people are getting in a 24 hour period pretty much show you that something strange was going on before Elon bought Twitter because there are people like pre uh, popular streamers, and this is a wide swath now. It's not just specific political people. Right. I'm talking about like actual streamers that you guys know and watch. Like their normal increase for like a month would be like 3,000 or 4,000 people, right? And now they're getting 30,000 or they're getting 15,000 or like the numbers are 10 times more than what it was right. before. And it just seems strange that within the 24-hour period, and all I can keep thinking of is whoever is in the Twitter offices right now, they're like, put everything back, put everything back, burn it all. Like they're running around like crazy people. Empty the basket. Right. Empty the basket. Burn and chop up everything. Like they're concerned that they're going to be caught with something. And so all the strange things are happening. Like there's no way that your numbers would change that quickly over a 24 hour period unless somebody turned on some kind of little dimmer switch or something. Right. And it's not just a few people. If you listen to the stories that are being talked about, it's across a wide range of people that all of a sudden their accounts are back on. They have people watching them. They get different advertisements in their stream. Like, like all of a sudden things have changed so drastically. And he hasn't even walked into the no. building to no. talk to anybody. They, yet. they had an emergency meeting at Twitter late night at like 10 p.m., and they 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 it was recorded and leaked and what they were doing they're like we have to do something about him <laughs> we have to we have to change if, what's happening if, if you if you didn't think something was going on anybody that reacts this way yes is hiding when something when you react this way yeah. you're you're definitely guilty of something it's i don't like, know it's what, like it's like burning you're guilty of something it's like burning the cat and then putting the cat underneath the pillow when mom comes home so they don't <laughs> notice that the cat's back half is like like shaved off because of, I just, of stuff, you know. I I try I try everything's to stay fine, neutral. mom. Everything's I, fine. I I try to stay neutral when I watch these kind of things, but the reactions from these people, it's almost as if 
like someone took their blanket away when they were five and, and told them they weren't going to get it back. Like that's the reaction you're getting from grown adults. Yeah. Like I would think that even if you didn't do something wrong and you were just trying to do your job at Twitter, <laughs> right? Here's, here's the, here's the, here's the cherry on the cake. Okay. The amount of money that he paid for Twitter is way over the amount that Twitter is worth. And the reason why I say that is I believe it's tomorrow. Tomorrow? Is it tomorrow? Or was it today? I forget if the if the if the if the paperwork was released today or is it releasing tomorrow? I think where it's tomorrow. The numbers for for Twitter for the fourth quarter come out. And so you get to see the 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 actual stockholders get to see what the company's actually worth, what they're selling. And I don't think those numbers are going to be very good. And so the fact that Elon bought at that price, even though they were worth nothing like that, also says to me that the board had no choice right. but to sell. Because if they said no, and then the stocks go down, and you were offered 54, and now you're down way low, lawsuits would explode, right? right? There would be people shitting the bed. No pun. <laughs> but people would be no, shitting we, the we, bed. We, we don't call it shitting the bed anymore. Arch. Grumpy? No, grumpy? No, we call it hurting. Hurting. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. Like Amber Heard. There, there, would be, the bed. There, would, yeah. there would be massive hurting going on <laughs> because everybody would start oh, suing man. the company. Yeah. So to me, I look at it from the business point of view. It's called perfect positioning and pressure. He made the bid for the company right before the fourth quarter numbers came out. Right. So they had no room to pivot because actual money is being given for a company that isn't selling anything. <laughs> they're selling nothing. <laughs> All they're selling is advertisements. Yeah, and it. he offered them $54 billion. When you guys see how much this company is worth, and I hope it leaks, I hope, because now it's a private company, but I hope the numbers release of what they actually made in the fourth quarter. Is it a private company yet? <clears throat> it's, tenta it's, it's, it's tentative. It's tentative, right? Ten yes. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, but it's possible that someone will release the information because oh, that that will that will show that will show immediately. I, I think he what will. The answer I, is. I think even as a private company, I think I think mm. Elon will show what it is to be transparent oh, of what oh God. what because I think he wants to expose what it is. Right. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping he's not a tyrant in disguise. I'm I'm ho I remain hopeful. Yeah, but, I, but, here, we're, but we're gonna know right away. Here, here's the thing. We're right? gonna know right away. Everyone's upset because a billionaire bought the company from billionaires. <laughs> Right? Do you, do you understand the hypocrisy of this? No, but they're not worried about Bezos owning the New York Times. Right. Bezos owns <laughs> or, no, Washington or, Post. Washington Post. Sorry, Washington it? Post. Yeah. Or or Bill Gates owning, owning all, all the farmland. farmland. Right. They, that, that's they're upset. Fine. They're upset because the farmland. <laughs> but, but, but Elon. The Elon farmland doesn't fit in their pocket, Sarge. The farmland doesn't fit in their pocket. Twitter fits in their but, pocket. But Elon bought a company that doesn't do anything <laughs> or make anything. Right. And they are out of their mind they're out of their mind if listen if once again if you react that way something's up well it, it <laughs> something's was, up it, it came out that that twitter was being biased and <clears throat> shadow banning people okay I, I i would say at the very and least now it's, it's strong maybe yeah no no it's it's, it's, it's strong it, maybe it, no no it's shown that they were <clears throat> they were shadow banning people okay 
so much so that the people that were shadow banning are saying, well, now these people could shadow ban, and that's not right. It's like, but that's what you I, were doing. I don't, I don't, listen. When, when it finally opens up, and he goes into the code, and he starts seeing when things were dumped, when people were switching off lights, like like when they oh, were yeah. actually doing these things, dude, the, the shit is going to hit the fan. All I'm saying <laughs> is, all I'm going to say is, Indeed is going to be very busy over the next six months. I thought it was funny because... Um... So, I think it was Elon. Let me let me look it up real fast. I think it was Elon himself, because now he um he he said um. Hold on, he he said that he was going to uh, purchase Facebook next. I think he said. <laughs> oh no, this is him. He, he said Reddit. It was Reddit, right? No, no. He said next, I'm buying Coca Cola to put the cocaine back in. <laughs> hey. So it's so oh man, so Coke is gonna Coke is gonna yeah. make a fortune, <laughs> right? Then he then he said uh, they'll, they'll just call it they'll just call it medicinal, right? They'll call it medicinal. Then he they, the doctors will be paid not to say anything else, and then we'll have Coke with Coke. It'll be great. This <clears> this <throat> is what happened. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on the stream. So so years ago on Joe Rogan, Twitter's uh, top guys were on there, and Tim Pool was there, and Tim Pool said to them. Hey, here's an example of what Twitter's left uh, wing's bias. And the person says, we have to take uh, context into consideration. He says, Twitter interrupt, uh, interceptions of context is affected by their left wing bias. I would need to see the example of that. It just gets a full circle that goes around. And now it's, it's proven that they are left wing biased. Uh, and again, yeah. I'm not right wing or left wing. I'm just reporting yeah. what, what's, what's happening here. Um, hilarious. Then Elon also said there's, there's a... There was one more thing he did, and it's a meme, which is pretty funny. Um, it's got like Jeff Bezos. There's Jeff uh, Jeff Bezos meme out there where uh, it says that he says, uh, "Who's next?" And then Bezos says something, and he says, "I'm buying Amazon next." Which I I would I would just laugh my ass off if he picked up Facebook and then just shut it down, right? That would be like this, the greatest humanity save of all time. Right, he just buys Facebook or the Meta, and then just well, says, Twitter, "You know, we're Twitter, just going to close it." Yeah, gonna Twitter close is it. more powerful than Facebook. Facebook became more of the older crowd. Twitter has got everybody. That's that's right. the difference. Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, yeah. Twitter, Instagram got all the young people. That's what they want. <clears throat> but it's just what the, what the amount of stuff that's about to come out right now. But I, listen, if if you guys are paying attention at all, it's almost like when you live in a bad neighborhood and you turn the lights on and the roaches go running. Like that's exactly what this is. Like yeah. they're they're everybody's in full panic mode. Like if you were at a company and you knew you were doing wrong the whole time and somebody bought out the company, I know for a fact that I'm starting to look for another job. Like I know that I'm not gonna be there. I'm gonna be let go. Like eventually I'm gonna be let go. It might not be like immediately, but like within six months, I'm gonna get a pink slip. Like that's what's gonna happen. Right. So to me, when all this is going on and then all this stuff starts happening like 24 hours, <laughs> they even, they, nobody even waited. Like they weren't even trying to do it calmly. Like let's turn the knob slowly. Like 24 hours, they are lighting fire to things and throwing shit out the window. Like it's blatant. It's blatantly obvious. And it's so hilarious to watch. And they, they are trying everything and everything to screw this man over screw this man over there they're trying to screw over tesla stock they're or, uh, uh, withholds um yeah. i believe like full, full blown, i believe full blown bezos crazy. is actually withholding stocks if i'm not mistaken within tesla 
to try to do a sh like a, a short sale or, or, or some <laughs> shit. Like, there's so many people trying to do so many things. Look, like, what a reaction, man! Like, seriously, I, like I, I'm here for the laughs. I'm here for the for the <laughs>, laughs because if I don't ever use Twitter again, I, I'm I'm okay. Right. I'm OK. It doesn't change my daily life of going to Twitter. I use Twitter for two things, laughing and laughing hard. OK, I laugh at the stupid people and I post things to laugh about that. That's all I use Twitter for. Right. That's all I use Twitter for. They, they, listen, I, I can't stress enough. The reaction within a short period of time says everything. If, if you were going to like, it's like it's, it's like when you talk to one of your friends, you know, he's a bad liar. You know, you know, you ever yeah, like that? Yeah, I, their I, eyes are shifting left and right. <laughs> the, right? Yeah. You know, they're lying. Yeah. It's it's almost like that bad. It's it's so it's so apparent. I'm wondering now where it goes from here. Like, what does the first meeting look like when he sits down and talks? I'm like, I wouldn't be able to look anybody straight in the face. What, like, I'd just be laughing the whole what, time. What would you do, Sarge? If you were Elon Musk and you just bought Twitter and you walk into Twitter that day, <laughs> what do you do? All right. Well, let's 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 say three months go by. Right. Let's let let's first let the lawyers calm down. Everyone writes their their papers and let all the the smoke go away first. Uh, I have to. I, I bring in my I bring in my team of guys. I go through all the books. You have to go through the entire books. I bring in my computer guys. I go through all the computers. I see what's going on. Right. I find out who's in charge of the areas where those things are going on, and then I have to have everybody sit down in an HR meeting and we start letting people go. That's what you do normally when you take yeah. over a company. Yeah. You have to go through. And take out the trash. If people are there, are going to try to vindictively uh, stop you from doing anything, then you have to go. Like you can't stay there. I, I would. I would. This is what I would do. Uh, can't stay there. Obviously, he doesn't have a lot of time because he's doing fucking. He's trying to send people to he's Mars. On, he's, he's only trying, doing he's to, sixteen right. things at once, right. and he's got five kids. Like I don't understand right. what this guy does. Like my life is bullshit compared to what this man is doing. I would. Right? I would walk into Twitter right day one. <laughs> And go up to people and go, I'll give a thousand dollars if anyone tells me the truth that it goes on right now, right? Oh, I have to be more than that. No, no, no. Hold on, a thousand dollars. See if anyone breaks, right? And if someone starts to break, you go, all right, I'll give five thousand dollars to anyone that tells me the truth that's going on here, right? I will give a one million dollar check right now, or no, cash right now, right? If anyone tells me the truth right now, someone's gonna step up and go, I'll tell you everything, right? And then go, okay, everyone's fired. Everyone's fired, but this guy who told me the truth. Okay, and then you promote him to to the to the next uh, the next stage up, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" He rats him out, gets promoted, and then you're like, "All right, you're 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 running the thing." That's your bonus. You have to <clears throat> listen in a normal company, and not counting Twitter, normal company. If it gets bought out, you're, they go through the books, they go through all the employees, and they start cutting people. That's what they, that's a normal thing in business. This is a special case. You have people actively trying to harm the business. Like those people have to go. Like you have to be let go. You have to be given a pink back. Uh, everybody, listen. Everybody will get a, a golden parachute. I'm sure they'll all be given their severance, right? But you got to go. Spec. But the, see, the, <clears throat> the thing is, though, if you if you promote the rat, then that rat is now bought and paid for, and he'll never rat again, and he'll rat on everybody else because he knows who's feeding the hand. You see what I'm saying? Everybody else this, is gone, and they know not to fuck around because the rat will rat is, to the the head. It's gonna be an interesting six months, man. Yeah, it's, it's gonna I, be fun. I, I, I fully, I fully expect there to be a news story every day about this. Yeah, I, every I, day. I'm in it. I'm in every it for day. the memes. Look, 
when when he when he does a post of of uh uh what's his name bill gates and he's <laughs> did you see this tweet sarge did you see the tweet that he did with with, with bill gates <clears throat> he's like uh, if, if you want to lose a boner <laughs> let me show you this one this is fantastic the, the the actual quote the actual quote is in case you in case you need to lose a boner fast this is what elon musk tweeted out he shows a picture of bill gates with his blue shirt and fat tummy and then apple posted a brand new emote of a pregnant man and he posted it next to it and said in case you need to lose a boner fast right this is this is what I'm in here for. I'm I'm in here for the fucking memes, man. Like this is this is just fun Phil, stuff. Phil, I know you're a lot of money, man, but suck it in. Just suck <laughs> it in for the photo. Just suck it in a All little. All good food he's eating from the farmlands he's buying up. It, it's like a weeble. Yeah, <laughs> like a weeble. So that is the end of episode 308. Is in the can. We do appreciate you very much coming out and hanging out with us on this week in Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, I do appreciate all the uh, super chats today, uh, from from the trolls to stealth, all right? Because we, we, stealth's not a troll. I, I, we do appreciate you very much uh, for, for that. Um, we'll be back next week for another Generation X Gaming. I will be back next week for uh, the daily grind in the mornings. Uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Make sure you uh, stay safe. If you'd like to help us out here in any way, shape, or form, you can share, like, and subscribe. Uh, hit that follow button over on Twitch. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can become a member. Uh, being a member is as little as 99 cents over on YouTube, up to 4.99. You can also do super chats, and you can also hit that subscribe button or become a Twitch Prime member or use your Twitch Prime. Uh, and all those things help us out. We do appreciate you very much. As always, guys, have a wonderful time, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Game on, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.